With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. about this.
Report to the chat room, hit it pat a hand. You wanna be there early and beat the caravan. People storm in the gate to get a plate. Them lines packed like the happy land. Either open up with the latest cuts or them rap tools. They're bumped by the latest trucks. From 9 to 11, we do it in the dark. Like we used to do it in the park for the most part. For the very second, let the show start. You witness and compose off, think Mozart, huh? The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to run, but they would do it, they sharp. Man, they so soft. Don't be thrown off, any so long. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of the meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are! Welcome, 
Go to Let's Radio. Most dynamic conversation on the planet. Okay. Refresh page. Any minute now, y'all. And that's moving a little bit quicker. So we should be able to get right to this. Yeah, like I said, we got a lot to discuss. Um, I definitely want to bring Red on the line before I just randomly start chopping things up. Okay. Studio, studio, studio. Here it goes. Cute stuff. Waiting on the shit to load and everything. Just give it a second, y'all. Huh. These computers is amazing. Simply amazing. So what a difference a few days can make, you know? Absolutely. All right, come on, let's get to Ah, uh, come on. I got to log back in. All right, y'all, it's going to be a few more minutes, but we're here, chat room, and do all that good stuff. Get to these phone lines. All right. So with no further ado, family. Give me one second. All right. Call us for three four seven. Peace. Peace, 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 peace of family. Yes, yes, yes. There you go. Okay. Oh, we here, man. You know what I'm saying? We here. Every time that I'm in a jam on the highway, you know, I, I really appreciate your nine-minute verse. I'm like, God damn, if not for that nine-minute verse. <laughs> uh, I know, right? Thing to help me out. Cooking dudes and everything. We'll just play that nine Yeah, yeah. You can eat a meal and in between the time that your song is playing. And wash the dishes. You know what I mean? You can go from, yeah, from Brooklyn to Manhattan over a bridge or something. Um, I done done mash. I done things, I done done things during that theme song that I don't care to talk about on the radio. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so thank God for that. Yeah, but we here, man. You know, well, yeah. I was just about to tell them how much, 
has developed since the last time that we was in the building. But um, I think that you could take the conversation from there. Okay. Brother's line just dropped. He'll be calling back. There he goes. 347, talk to us. Peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we in the building. Uh, I just want to give a shout-out to the family. I want to say love and light to everybody that's joining us tonight. You know, um, I hope that y'all, uh, everybody's in, you know, everyone's good ever since the last show, last time we met. You know, like you were saying earlier, brother, you know. Talk about it, man. Uh, well, you know, your boy Red Pill went viral. You know, it's just, it's, you know, it doesn't happen all of the time. But um, I think we spoke about the video last week. Uh, we interviewed a, a rapper, family rapper. These, those are the guys that are into hip hop. And uh, there's this young man by the name of Charles Hamilton. You need me to open up the chat, or you got it? I'm about to open it up right now. All right, awesome. Yeah, so yeah. Charles Hamilton was he? Uh, he was buzzing. Beginning of the Drake era. He was actually what Kendrick Lamar is today, okay, if everybody's familiar with young Kendrick. As, 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 yo, do you know that Wait, wait, you got to clarify that statement. Hold on. You said he is what Kendrick Lamar is today. Like, what do you mean by that? Your phone is on mute because I can't hear you. Buzz line dropped again. He's bugging. Okay, we'll wait for him to call back. Let me check and see. Yeah, the chat room is opening up. It is open. Chat room is open. He's back on the line. Let's open it up. Peace. Yeah. I don't know what's going yeah. on with this, this Jackington, but it's like the third time to drop. But anyway, you know, still I strive. Yeah, you said so, you said that he's like he was like he's like Kendrick. I don't understand what you mean by that. He's he like Kendrick Lamar. Oh, let me explain. At the time of his rise, he was being touted as the next one sim- in a similar fashion to the way that they uh, marketed Kendrick Lamar. Coincidentally, is coming from the same record label and the same president, Jimmy Iovine from Interscope. Right. So his buzz and the way that they were touting him, the way that they were marketing him, is almost the same marketing plan that they pulled out for Kendrick years later in a way that they touted. Totally different MCs, totally different backgrounds and everything, but they pushed, they were pushing him. Charles Hamilton would be one of the, one of the earlier break-offs of a Kanye. You know what I mean? He was one of the earlier Kanye clones. Right, right, right. When I speak about Kanye opening the lane and, and many of his clones or his children coming through, Charles Hamilton was definitely one of those children. He was a very... Uh, a eccentric rapper, you know, he's from Harlem. He was wearing the pink and and um, Sonic the Hedgehog. Ironically enough, yeah. you know, before we seen Jay Z get beat up by a female, we seen Charles Hamilton get dusted out by a female, and that's kind of like what stopped his career. You know what I'm saying? He got yeah. he got pecked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got he got pecked out by his whiz. 
toothpaste and everything. Fries, soda, and the apple pie on the side. And he didn't survive that controversy. As a result of it, he spiraled further into obscurity. And, you know, I believe the brother may have some mental health issues as a result of that. So, make a long story short, we ran into a young man in the streets of Harlem. I happened to, uh, I think it was the first day back from Atlanta. I was out there building with the brother Sarnetta, House of Consciousness. And, um, you know, but I, I don't know, Sarnetta wasn't aware of who the, bro- who the brother was, you know, so I had to put him on, like, look, you know, let's let's catch this footage right here, you know what I mean? And I thought we were going to just ask some innocent questions as to, you know, what's going on with Charles Hamilton, and he started talking. And, like, the first the first sentence, I think, that, that he spit out, I was like, oh, in my mind, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to go viral because this shit is interesting. Like, you know, the young homie is, is, is you know, he's kind of touched right now, and he's going to go in in the way that he knows how. And I right. So we conducted an interview it was similar to the, the, the modality of the interviews that we do on Notalize where we don't necessarily, you know, I'm not into attacking anybody. Right, right, right. Especially someone yeah, who may exist. Huh? I said we ain't into that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I attack when attacked. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I you know, if you come at me, I'm going to come right back at you with some fire, you know. But I don't. I won't necessarily attack someone who, at the end of the day, one may have some mental issues. You know, they may be a little bit off of their rocker, and two, they may be under a spell of people of someone else that they may follow. You know what I'm saying? Like you may have some. You you may run into some people who are under a religious spell. You have to handle them yeah, with care. I'm a. I'm gonna yeah. let you continue. On that point, but on the attacking, I got to come back. Remind me to segue and bring that topic back. Somebody made a comment to me in the uh, on the Facebook earlier, and it said kind of offset me, and I want to speak to you about it. You know what I'm saying? But I, I'll come back to that. All right. And, um, you know, so in my mind I was like, let the brother build. Don't go, don't get at him immediately because he'll throw his guards up and you won't get the information and it will, it'll basically turn into a debate. And I'm not about to debate anybody about it. He said, if he says Jimmy Iovine is the closest thing to God and Sonic the Hedgehog is God, I said, are you going to go on record saying that? And he says, yes. And I said, continue on, young man. Then when he said that he was into Wicca from a European standpoint, I was familiar with that. The sister, uh, Dr. McKeeba Judge, just came on the show, and she broke down her Wiccan influence, but she gave you the African connection. So I added on, see, the show helped me because I was able to throw that at him. Well, are you familiar with the African origins of that? Trying to demystify, and remember, he represents a whole lineage or generation of our young brothers and sisters who are, you know, getting their information from the Internet, and other uh, various sources, but they're not giving, they're, they're, they're meeting, you know, the information in them are meeting on the crossroads where it's being delivered by European mouths. Similar to the way that we started out in consciousness back in the days when we were exposed to David Icke, we were exposed to the Matrix books, we were exposed to William Cooper, 
through um, Behold the Pale Horse, we were being exposed to consciousness from a European concept, and it was all fine and dandy and everything, but there was something missing. Then when we were exposed to Phil Valentine, Bobby Hemmett, Delbert Blair, Hakeem Bey, um, C. Freeman L., and all of the master teachers, they opened up a whole new, it was like opening up the Atlantic Ocean when you were just swimming in the Pacific, you know. So that was a whole new ocean of information and knowledge to dive into and to get wet. So when I see somebody who is heavily influenced by European information and, you know, their their uh, belief systems and um, their disciplines, well, what I do at this day and age is offer them the alternative, you know what I'm saying? Well, have you heard of a Bobby Hemmett? Have you heard of a brother panic? Are you aware of the African, are you aware of the Moorish connections to Druid magic? Are you aware of the Moorish connections to Wicca? Are you aware of the, um, the Sufism? Are you aware of metaphysics? You know what I mean? All of these questions to kind of plant a seed and figure out where people are at with their, with their government and things of that nature because we are all on the information highway. We're traveling in different, in different lanes. You know what I'm saying? So you can't really hold too many people to the standards that you may have learned or, or your or the, the the rate of development and where you at. You know, you could try to catch a person up, but I'm not here to drag nobody through the streets or haul them and beat them up, slay them. And they like, yo, Ray, you should have bodied them. You should have slayed them. You should have cut his head off. Like, send me somebody who's proud to be on some nigga shit. Like, send me somebody who's really proud because he wasn't that proud. You know, I, I need a formidable foe before I take the sword out. Because he killed himself. Like, he really was hanging himself all through the light poles and the streets. It, it was nothing that I had to do. Teddy was, Teddy was a witch from the soul. Yeah. Not a warlock? Not a warlock. Not a sorcerer. You said that you was a witch. So, he said that somebody <laughs> who is a rumored Satanist, right? Um, but then he gave you the connection through Anton um, Levine. So that's Crowley. That's the whole Crowley shit. That's if, if you're saying that you follow an Anton Levine, then we ask him later on about homosexuality and hip hop. Those two go together, family. Those are certain things that you got to do or witness or be a part of if you're going to be in those small circles right there. You know how Dr. Ben says the gateway to heaven is between the legs of a woman? Well, in their sect, in the Luciferian satanic verse, they go through the anus. That's where that's where they tap into their, their higher realm. So anybody that's spouting that stuff on camera is free to say something like that, then it, it, it's a no-brainer. I already know you have. We asked them about... You know, did anybody ever make an advance? I mean, family, you could go on World Star. Hold on. You could go on MTV.com. Wait a minute. You could double XL. go on Complex.com. I mean, like, because it's video. Like, man. You know, so all of the major. Well, like, the major outlets picked it up. They contacted us. (laughs) They want to come to Two Fifth and interview Sardinetta TV. They want to interview the Pills. You know, they're interested in this thing right now, but I'm not really interested in them at this moment. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, you right. got to play this thing. You know, that's right. you got to play this thing strategically. Safely. Yeah, strategically. We did an interview in Atlanta 
some Europeans came to us with the microphone at the Malcolm X Fest and wanted to talk to us. And I say it like this, I put it on record. I'm not part of a clandestine movement. I'm not part of a, some movement that we hide in. I'm not part of a, 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 a movement or a community where we are ashamed of what the fuck we do and who we are. I will tell a European, an Asian, a Malaysian, a Caucasian, a Eurasian, a Kablasian, anybody who wants to know what do I, what, what, what am I standing on, what's my brand about, and what it is that I'm doing with myself. It, it's not a mystery. I mean, I'm not part of no damn fraternal order. No, the ledge. You feel me? Broad Street. You don't have nothing to hide. So if I'm going to build with somebody, we at the Malcolm X Fest, mind you. And the European came up to us. What do we know about Malcolm X and what do we respect about Malcolm X when he spoke to Europeans, to the journals, the journal um, list, and different um, CBS, Mike Wallace, what, what, what was it? It was Mike Wallace. Whoever he was interviewed by, he was very articulate. He didn't hold back about what the yeah. nation of Islam nah, ideology yeah, is about. Yeah. He didn't he hold back on many of his platforms. Exactly. His you don't, you don't, you don't, you know, we hear repeats of him on like it is, but everything that you hear from uh, Brother Malcolm, you know what I'm saying, is by way of <clears throat> European media. So he, he definitely saw the viability in using that medium as a tool. And that's how he got the word out, and that's how he got his international fame. You know, he cut his teeth in Harlem, but he he exploded onto the scene via those media outlets and knowing how to master, you know what I'm saying, those particular media outlets. Now, that's where the trick comes in. Are you cunning enough, you know what I'm saying, to wrestle with these uh, these suits of tigers? Well, you know, you know I, I do feel like, you know, they need some media training on, you know what I mean? Like somebody on two fifth got to come, they got to come to two fifth and give us some media training. You know what I mean? Like you could never be that much on point when you're dealing with the media. Okay. Right. The media, like, you know, I'm not going to say that, that, that I'm, I'm cunning and crafty and, and swift enough to catch everything that they may throw out there. That's why if they end us, we do them. Not gonna, you know what I mean, and that still won't help with sound bites and edits and whatnot. Cause you, I know the power of editing. I'm a, I'm a videographer. I know how you could manipulate questions and all kind of stuff. So I'm very wary yeah, about things is. like that. But this video, it showed me something, and it it it, it, it woke me up to, um, you know, what needs to be done. Because I personally was responsible for getting it on World Star, and after it went on World Star. Late, it didn't even wait. Like it was, it went a world star that day, and later on, it got picked up by every major media outlet. Now, the, it, it could be that it's Charles Hamilton, and he crosses. He was a cross genre kind of person. Like MTV was always interested in him. Fader, all the way up to all hip hop in the, in the Negro uh, uh, outlets, Chitlin Circuit. You know what I mean? But. They are uh, that brand of interviewing, that guerrilla style of running up on somebody with a camera and asking them questions that are considered, you know, sensible in the eyes of the people that are watching. Because if it was me and his and him going at it, I don't want to be known for that throughout my life. Right. That's not because that's not me. That's not the kind of person that I've transformed into. Maybe a few years ago that was me, but I'm not that person right now. I'm, I'm more of a I want to be a respected journalist. 
you know, I want to be like blue pill, damn it. Right. So, you know, that's that's that that was what, that's what it was. But um, you know, things went viral, you know what I'm saying? Um I feel like a million people have got to stay out there on the hundred twenty fifth street. I mean, you know, it's cool. You know, it's 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 business as usual out there. You know, we ain't YouTube celebrities. Are they are they are they but, ready um, for the onslaught this weekend? You know, because everybody gonna want to be on camera now. You do know that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I feel like everybody was we we we've been born ready, and it goes back to what I was saying. Um, in another video that I did, uh, just about, you know, with this whole, with the young scholars, the ones that are coming up, the ones that are debating, the ones yeah, that are going got, at each other, the ones that are sharpening their swords. one hell of a, um, your video archive in the last month, brother, it's kind of expensive. Like, I said, your video archive in the last month, like your appearances on these different outlets, kind of expensive as I've uh, I applaud you in terms of, you know, getting on your media, your media horse, and, and, and definitely riding that thing out. Well, that, you know? that's something that we. I told you I was going to do that. We discussed the fact that it's time to go viral. You know, it is definitely yeah. time to go viral. We have this platform, No The Ledge uh, Radio, and I love it. It's audio, though, and there's certain things that need to be viral at this point. It needs to be visual. So we've spoken about it on many occasions. You know, um, we started out viral with No The Less TV in 08, 09, 2010. Then I stopped doing it because we focused on the radio. So it's time to get on camera. It's time to put it out there because everybody got their phones now and their tablets. So technology has caught up to uh, our aspirations. And um, I'm waiting for me and you to do some stuff. Like, they only seeing one part of the build. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even consider this shit popping yet because me and you haven't gone on film and do what we do. So I look forward to oh, that. Oh, yeah. We're going to get there. Yeah. We're going to get there. But, yeah. you know, one of the main components of the media training is the conversation that's going to take place tonight. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not so much what you're saying but how you're saying it. And tonight, you're about to learn the science of language. You're about to find out what everyone else does not know. You're really about to be in the know. This brother's about to put a sharp sword in your hand, and it's imperative on the person that's yielding the sword to know how to do it if you're going to cut yourself. So this mm. is not for everyone. This is for, you know, master communicators. These are for the people that want to break through this matrix. You know, you got to understand it first. And then who want to break through it? And then, you know, sky's the limit. I can't tell you what you're going to do once you get this particular tool in your hand or how to do it. But I know that for those that are talking about making, uh, you know, this big impact and this change, you can't do it without this. And you'll, you'll soon know why. You know what I'm saying? I'll soon know why. Huh? I feel like I always say these shows are right on time. It's, it's, it's magical, man. Yeah, hold on. Continue talking real quick. I get, give me one second. Yes, indeed. Peace. Um, okay, yeah. So what, what I want to do is this, because we, you know, get into that time, and um, I definitely want to get into the program. 
Yeah, let's do it, you know? Yes, sir. At some point. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, the brother is so masterful with his bill that he's even going to utilize the contents of your conversation and your interview with Charles Hamilton to explain to you exactly what he did say versus exactly what he did not say, okay? Because he did say some very powerful things. He did. Very powerful. And as always, as is the norm, yeah, you know, we don't plan these things, but they segue perfectly into our upcoming programs because, you know, that's just the way of the world, especially when you won't have. I want to give a, a rest in peace to um, just a few people, bro. Maya Angelou, of course. Um, I definitely want to, uh, you know, give uh, her, her just due and her respect. You know, we all know that uh, she was born on, you know, she's a 44 resonator, born on April 4th. And um, there's definitely 44 energy running through uh, untimely demise. I'm not going to get into all of that tonight. I wrote a, a post on Facebook. If anybody wants to check it out, you know, so you can see how the uh, the moon energy tied into that, you can do that. And then, boom, of course, the sales of the Clipper, that's a, a Law 44 story. I ain't even write that one up yet. It sold to the owner of Microsoft. Of course, you know, Microsoft was founded on April 4th, so I'll let you tell it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's 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 all systems go, family. This shit is official tissue. You know what I mean? It, it's no, it, it, there's nothing you can do with it at this particular point. It's solidified. It's a law. It's the law of laws. You know. But um, we're gonna get into we're gonna get into shit. We're gonna get more into that even tonight. You know what I'm saying? So. At some point during the conversation, uh, you know, we're, we're definitely going to touch upon that. There's a young brother who lost his life. I, I believe it was the night of our program. Um, I want to I want to give that brother a solid rest in peace. I never met the brother. I don't know the brother personally, you know. Mm-hmm. But he's part of the community. He's part of the family. You know what I'm saying? So he's an extended family. Um, this young brother, he, uh, he's a warrior. Um, I think he was running with the New Black Panther Party out in uh, Florida, Atlanta Flowers. Do you know the brother's name that I'm speaking of? Fahim. Yeah, Fahim. But um, I want to I want to give him his his his, his full due his full respect. I I don't know his entire attribute, but I will gather it. Um, I will I will get the name you know what I mean before the program is out so we can get that brother his salutations and his just due you know what I'm saying. Also, I want to give a rest in peace to my man. Tragic, you know, on Facebook, his name was, uh, damn, fucking. I, I didn't even know this was Lord Ivan's brother. I found out via the Facebook, you know what I'm saying? After he made his, he, he made his transition this weekend, you know, where, 
Tragic. My brother Tragic used to work for me at Four Corners. Doc Henry, no. but his name was. Huh? That was the Tragic? Yeah, that Tragic, yeah. Wow, and he was a DJ for. um. Whose DJ was he? I, I don't know him being any DJ. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that wasn't that you wasn't know. um the the poor record teacher DJ. Oh no 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 that that that's a separate. I was going to get to that next. You know what I'm saying? Um, huh? That's a tragic May transition. Tragic May transition. Yes, this this weekend. Um. He got in a motorcycle accident. Uh. I believe he got in a motorcycle accident. Um, I don't have all of the details. I saw a post that Lord Abba had made, and I followed, you know, the the story, the thread, and I, I confirmed that it was it was our brother Tragic. You know what I'm saying? He made transition this weekend. So I, I definitely want to send him uh, love and light, rest in peace, good brother, stand-up brother, you know what I'm saying, freestyle fanatic. Couldn't put no beat on and expect him not to have bars. Brother, you know, was a true lyricist. Um, was a wonderful all-around person. And he's no longer with us. And for the poor righteous teachers, you know, the brother DJ, Father Shahid, I believe that was DJ for poor righteous teachers. That brother's no longer with us either. I don't know the um, the details of his demise. Um you know what I'm saying? Father Shahid, his brother made transition along with two other brothers from Poor Rights Teachers. And we're also going to use this conversation to segue into the power of words as well. Because, you know what I'm saying? As everybody is getting on the economics as of recently, what's the first thing you hear come out the conscious community's mouth? Fuck that Poor Rights Teachers shit. I ain't with that. Yeah. They're going at so, Yeah, you know, by, by, by formulating and throwing these darts at this particular ideology, you know, is it having a physical effect on the people that are involved? You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. am I reaching am I reaching to be asking a question such as that when these brothers can't mm-hmm. explain it? You know, they don't they don't know where it came from. They lost two members from their group back to back and then a few weeks later they lost you know what I'm saying, they 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 lost this brother. So where does that energy come from? You know what I'm saying? Where does that energy come from where people are just checking out? I seen a post by C Asia where she was like, They must have these brothers, you know, in, in the call to them. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody must be cooking up a spell on them. Like, how can you explain a loss of these magnitudes back to back to back. It leaves one, you know what I mean, kind of like speechless and left to wonder, like, damn, what's really going on out here? Mm-hmm. You know, but nonetheless, I don't want to go into speculation. I just want to send a, uh, a love and light to the family, you know what I mean, because it's a lot of soldiers that are being um, 
that are falling, that are unsung. You know, we're just talking about the ones that we're noticing and catching or what have you. But I'm reading another post from people saying they done lost 10 people, you know what I mean, since the year started. You know, they heard them lost X amount of people. So everybody got a story to tell from their hood, you know what I'm saying, to, to our ears. And, um, it's just it's, it's it's unfortunate, but hopefully, you know, through our bills, through these discussions, we can get some clarity. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, brother Buddha Clink, if you are on the phone, please press one at this time. We are ready to bring you in. All right, press one on your phone, and we will open up the airways and commence tonight's program. All right. So yeah, you know, and we haven't even touched on the uh we ain't even touched on the Pillar Sanders situation. You know, mm-hmm. with with this blatant disrespect of, you know, all things Morris by T M Z. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? We 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 ain't even touched because that came on the same that came on the same day as as, as what you're talking about, you know, with the video going viral, even coming out, yeah. you know, there's a concerted effort to discredit by any and all means what it is that the Moors stand for. You have to understand this. They false flag that most death situation or that, that, that Yassin Bay situation and all of you bitch-ass niggas, yeah, got on social networks and expressed how you openly felt. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Why is your phone? That's your phone? You got like an echo. My, my, my words are like reverbing in it. Nah, you're just feeling yourself. Huh? I said you're just feeling yourself. That ain't my phone. All right. Well, let me ask the chat. Chat, do you hear an echo, a reverb? Let me get back to this. So, all you closet Morris haters, you know, they got an opportunity. They set the bait, and all these niggas came out. You know what I'm saying? They all let uh-huh. their fur out. They all let their panty line to show. Yo, nationality, and you know what I'm saying? Calling homie out of his, 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 his national name or what have you. Everybody just feeling free to call him most definitely. He told you that's not his handle anymore. Just totally disrespectful. Oh, that's what he get. That shit don't work. More is this, more is that. Just totally, you know what I'm saying? Out of base, out of league. To find out the story is not even true. So, again, they use social media to take the temperature of the people. This shit is methodical. They have to line you Negroes up and take out the tops, conceivably the quote-unquote tops, right? You niggas with money. Mm-hmm. The top dogs. Let's knock them out piece by piece. Yeah, hold on one second. Yeah, family. Um, 
I don't know. Oh, there's an event going on in New York on Sunday at Nicholas Bookstore. I believe this will be the first time that uh, New York has welcomed this brother. King Simon is bringing in the irritated genie to speak on homosexuality amongst black men. All right, he will be addressing that in his lecture. Let me see. Yeah, hello? Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, they set a scenario up, right? Like I said, they took shots, you know, Magic and all these other niggas. They know you niggas ain't going to do nothing. You're just going to talk crazy about how you want to own something, but you can't own nothing because you're not an owner. So they played them niggas out. They drug them out in the mud. They hung and dried, you know, just flogged these niggas in public. Nobody responded accordingly. And then now they, you know, they targeting who they really want to target, what this shit is really about. It's a war going on. It's propaganda, though, propaganda-based. There will be no physical shots thrown at first. They're going to assassinate your character, and they're going to use your people to do it. So now these cowards are getting up there, you know, adding on to all of the confusion, you know what I'm saying, by getting on all of these chat boards and shit. They might end up on TMZ talking crazy about wars. You feel me? This shit is disgusting, man. It's a virus. Let me read the, the, yeah, let me read the introduction to the program so we can just get into this. Because I feel that once we get out of this situation in this bill, we'll have more clarity. Because it's all games. Ain't nothing but games being played. So, join Know The Less Radio for another epic presentation. Follow me on this, y'all. According to the biblical narrative, in the beginning was the word. And according to the Hebrew traditions, the proper name for quote-unquote God is Yahweh, the Tetragrammaton, or Yahweh, or the four-letter name. The biblical narrative has God exclaiming, we made man in our image. So if God is a four-letter word, then what is man? We always hear people saying that there is power in words, but where does that power derive from? And if people believe that what they are speaking is not their language, then from where do they derive power from? Tonight, we will be introduced to the world of tones, and we will finally find out the truths about language behind the science of the sentence. How has the sentence sentenced you to a lifetime of bondage? Word is bond. You don't want to miss the unprecedented presentation by a new KTL University inductee, our brother Buddha Clink, classes and session family. A pad and pen is necessary for tonight's bill. Okay? And um, before I open up this line, I think we have another one of our guests in the building. Let me see. This is my brother. Call him from the 347-687. Is this the Kabbalah God? Peace, Lord. Peace, Lord. What's good with y'all? You air right on time. I need you to give a very brief introduction for tonight's guest. You know what I'm saying? 
Well, I hear I hear he has an awesome topic, and the uh, topic is very uh, interesting in, in regards to the biblical narrative, uh, um, a story that dominates everyone, whether or not you acknowledge it or not. But um, it's always interesting, uh, the, the uh, cultural iconography and where, uh, uh, the, you know, melanin finds itself in the future in the form of our doctrines and our styles of exhortation. So it's always interesting to find something new on an old thing, you know, because it, it gives people more clarity. So I, I'm, I'm listening. I'm in the building. Okay. No doubt. So with no further ado, we want to present to you caller from the 213804. 213, my brother Buddha. Hey. Yo, peace. Peace to the show. First thing I need to do before I greet the families and nations out there is a God that give thanks and praises to my mom that passed, my brethren, Talanji, Talani, you know what I'm saying, Charlie Brown from Scheme Team, you understand? People out there know what I'm talking about. And my brethren, my son, Josiah, Saya. My light, whom just recently passed, uh, um, first year. You understand me? And um, those three people were very significant in me stepping up and finally bringing my build to the family of nations out there because I've been building on the individual level, on the one-on-one with people in the community all across the nation. Big up to all my people in Cleveland, all my Shaker Heights brethren, all my brethren, Mo Key, my brethren up there in Buckeye. Big up all my people down in New Orleans, my 7th Ward, ninth Ward, 6th Ward niggas, you understand? I've been around the nation, you understand? I've been building with people. Big up to my Spanglers up there in Harlem, 126, 2nd Ave, right across from the bus station, you know what I'm saying? This is Buddha. This is me. It's real. And, and now I'm bringing this bill to the people, you understand? So now that's been saying... Peace to all the family of the nations out there. And whatever your build is, I respect it. And if I sound like tonight I come, come way that I may offend what you're dealing with, please don't take it as offense. Just take it as a listening. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. This Buddha? This Buddha, my youth. Yo, Wagwan, father. Wagwan, man. What you dealing with? Whoever this is, you don't know. This is Buddha, man. I mean this. You don't know who this is. No. You don't know. Yo, listen. Listen, I told you a long time ago. I said, yo, yo, I told you a long time ago, I said, you one of the smartest people I know. And I don't say that shit to niggas, man. Huh. Oh, no, he Paying don't. Paying for a treat tonight. Paying for a treat tonight. <laughs> oh, that's the God. You did the guard. You done snuck the guard in through the back door. Oh shit! I snuck the I snuck the guard in through the back door. You know what I'm saying? Scala it's time up. to do this shit Scala some justice, up. brother. Well, well yeah. yo, peace to the nations of the gods and earth out there. We go build tonight. You know what I'm saying? They told you that the Father Allah told you that the new gods is coming from the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a West Coast regiment. You understand? That's like you see the two one three up. So I'm really ready to build. And um, okay. what we go get into tonight is a deep, is a deep conversation about 
the logic that has been used to lock our people down, all right? Our people haven't been locked down in slavery. Slavery is a logic, all right? There's a logic, what they call the logos, and people think that that means the word, the individual word, or the word of the Bible um, as something taken in a, a complete volume or, or a complete narrative. So it sums up the whole purpose of the book being for the life of Christ as the main character and a narrative story and a relationship with God so God could be on earth and play out a narrative. Now, the reason these things exist and why this thing called the logo, which is really the logic, is the science of how language in what we live in, which is the linear right world perspective, dominates the concept of yourself and what the self is. Now, through this logic, they've been able to manipulate what you see as the self through how they they proposition itself through this thing called Jesus Christ. Now, Jesus Christ, I don't care what anybody is say, no Jesus Christ existed. Jesus Christ was a character and a narrative to, to expel and expound upon the logic of the fourth dimension reality expressed in, in linear language. Now, when you get to the logo, you have to understand when you go to school and the first time they give you a function table and they give you X, Y, what they're giving you is an arithmetic, a, a, a arithmetic deal that comes out of, uh, out of the Islamic creed based on their understanding of tones. And we're going to get into that later. But this arithmetic that they use is based on the logic of the first project, which is true-false. All right? True false becomes represented in, in zero, zero. And why is that important? It's very important because when you get to what we call the tetragrammaton and we start condensing into the four dimensions of, of, of space and the four dimensions of logic, when you, when you actually, I'm trying to explain this to the people so they can really understand when you um, try and say the name of God, it's an impossible tone for you to utter because it's a complete tone. Now, if you ever have a complete tone, it shatters anything that's on that frequency. So the complete tone of God is so perfect that it has to blow itself up. That's where they get this big bang theory from. And the complete tone of God is on the frequency that is outside of any frequency you can be on. Here, any sonic level, any wave pattern, any grid pattern that you can asphyxiate for reality. This is real talk we're dealing with now, peoples out there. Now, a lot of people don't teach y'all how to think and what's really going on. So when it comes to God and the existence and the presence of God, for you to even try and have a concept of that is you being a Lucifer, is you being a light being trying to have a presence in the face of God, one of the most brutal creations. There can't be a presence in the face of God. That's why you get the Lucifer narrative, which predates and predicates the, 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 the story of Jesus Christ because you can't have a self in front of God. The self has to fall to the world to emerge as God. Otherwise, the self 
will remain in the negative and be positive in the Luciferian doctrine. Now, we're going to get real deep tonight and actually deal with people. So when people start telling you what God is, where God came from, this religion and why they're worshiping God, they're playing with logic with you, all right? You can't say nothing about God because that tone includes you saying something about God at the same time you say it. And God is everything. That's an impossibility. That's touching the tip of your finger with the tip of your finger and not using the other tip of the finger, the tip of the finger you're trying to touch, all right? That's the knower trying to know itself. That's why they say, man, know thyself. Well, what the know thyself is is to discover how the logic of the idea that has to be in what they call God's mind separated. So the first act is a negative separation to get a truth. When you deal with the first fundamental truths of reality, the only thing that you can say is what the next person believes is false and what you believe is false. Now, depending on who you want to posit something to, who you want to give the position to actually defend what they have to say, they have to stay in the negative, and they have to stand in the falsity, meaning that since both things are false, the next truth is that the false is real before the truth because the only thing that stands independent of the truth is both things that are positive in a dualistic language, in a logic, in a, world, in a world where the subject through the verb is trying to complete itself in the object or the complement of the utterance, of the phrase. This is deep now we get it. I don't know if the people really want to build on this type of thing because this is what I teach in my language class and in my English class when you start learning actual language and composition and how to expound and, and, and apply yeah. tone and this right. vocabulary. So very quickly, this, can you hold on before you continue, just give them a very brief run through in terms of your credentials, where you've taught at, how long you've been teaching and things of that nature. That makes people a little bit more comfortable sometimes. Please continue. All right. All right, people. Um, I've been in, um, I, I got knowledge of self in 1989 from my brother, Charlie Brown, Kalani, the team team. All right. Ever since then, I've been building on the science of the original man, doing me. I grew up in a in a household of Rastafari and Voodoo because my mom is a Haitian Voodoo lady um, that we can get into other science on that, but, and she married some Jamaican cats that raised me in the Rastafari tradition. So I was building on a vast array of cultural levels from the youth. So from then, I went to college with an idea to try and blend all the different accents I heard in my household and language because the whole thing they taught me was to learn this language and learn to speak it correctly. So my whole thing when I went to college was to develop a way of blending these different accents and understanding how these accents fit into the overall structure of the English language and where it came from so I can under, really understand why my people use Creole and Patois in the manners that they did. And so when I went to college, I had an idea. Like, I went there to prove something to white people, that in this language there was actually something to be 
spoken of. There was a, an identity. There was all the values that y'all ascribed to what you call the standard language existed in all these dialects which gave these people relevance that y'all don't ascribe to them because they speak in dialect. So with that being my background, I kind of excelled, and I went through the master's program, and I was offered the salutatorianship and uh, Ph.D. candidacy for Kid University. And then I turned all that down because my whole thing was like, I'm going to go back to the streets and teach the people. Well, I went back to my Jamaican culture, and I spent about 10 years, you know what we say, doing our thing. Everybody out there know what me I mean, food or fly, go so. Now, I had my youth, and I had to go back to work. So the first thing I did was like, well, I always went to school to teach the people about language. Let me get a job in, in the public school system. So I went in, and I just started teaching the people. Eventually, I ended up being the head of an AP program for 11th and 12th grade literature at Morningside High School in Inglewood, a blood school. I taught all the bloods. Big up to all my blood people out there in the blood nation, French Mafia, Inglewood families, all you cats. You don't know. I put mad cats on over there and gave them knowledge to self and taught them how to use this language. They're doing their thing. All right. So I taught this program for about six years as the AP head instructor at the school, and I had two students win the Gates Millennium Scholarship, I had the top ten of my students for six years in a row go to every um, prestigious university in Los Angeles from UC Berkeley to UCLA to UC Davis to um, um, UC Merced. To, you name the school, my students are there. The only school they wouldn't go to is Stanford because they didn't like the energy there. It's too powerful with them people working there. Now, they got scholarships, but they wouldn't attend because they had knowledge themselves and they didn't feel that they could deal with the powers that was working against them at that university. So the only university I never bust was Stanford, and I can put that on record, and that's real talk. I got mad students right now that come to school probably listening, like, yo, that's really Mr. Robbins. All right, now, yeah, now, yeah, that's what my name was teaching, Mr. Robbins, straight up, teach to the God. Now, that's basically the background. I left the school system to come teach the people. Um, they still want me to go back to the school system after I quit just dealing with the people. But I'd rather deal with the people right now. I can go back to the school system anytime I want, God. It's not a problem. Now, to get back to the Tetragrammaton and the logic and the yes. logos itself, yes. what's Please going continue. down with this is when, huh? No, I said, please continue. And also, I have, I have the uh, the graph up. If you need to refer to the graph at all, let me know, and I'll just direct the people to where I put that at. Okay. All right. Well, when you actually start studying the ancient sciences, because we live in a, a, a fourth dimensional reality that's expressed in what we call three-dimensional states, because that's all we can recreate on the two-dimensional plane that we write on that we call linear space. There's only four degrees that you can think about something in, and that's the positive. That's when you posit something. That's when the separation from God occurs. The negative, what is called the contrary, which is the positive and the negative together. And most people are in contrary. 
and in what is called a contrapositive. Where we exist in reality right now is what is called contrapositive logic. Contrapositive logic is double negative, double positive. This is basic primary logic, but a lot of people haven't applied it to how you think and how the Bible was constructed and how these codes work. So a lot of people don't understand that the reason there's four sections to the Zephyroth is because of these four positives. The reason that there's four um, styles of writing, four, four basic clauses, um, four, four types of sentences, four structures to the sentence, from the, the, the simple sentence to the um, complex compound. These fours are the logic of linear thinking. Now, when you get to what we call the contrary part of the box that everybody's locked down in, that's when you get into positive-negative. That's where most people are arguing from in the conscious community. They're positing some against someone else's negative. They're positing some against someone else's negative. That's third-dimension reality. That's astro-reality. That's the logic of the story. The story begins in the stars. When the body condenses to a point to where man becomes conscious of himself, he looks outside of himself, and he makes a narrative up about the heavens. All right? That narrative in the heavens has to come down to earth. When that narrative in the heavens comes down to earth, it manifests in a fellowship, a kingship, the divine right to rule. All right? Now, that same persona has to be embodied in a physical being that walks the earth. Now, this is when you get into them constructing the, 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 the falsity of Christ. Because remember, when you get to the first point of logic, everything is false. This is why the white man's logic and then the logic of linear thinking, they can do whatever they want because the initial positive is false. And then the negative has the first truth because the first truth is false. And they can operate in the negative with no fucking qualms. No avail, no worry, heartless, what people refer to as the devil, to live backwards, which is another code of starting the negative. They can hide all the sciences behind metaphors about the devil and richery and the negative because they know the first truth begins in a negative statement and a negative action, a separation, a minus, a falsity. And so now, with that being said, they can go into a historical process of creating a history to make a thing called Jesus real that was false, which is an incredible use of logic on the people. Now what happens is when Jesus became the, the right, the new Quranic energy for these people to become the, and, and claim the divine rights rule, Jesus became a self that they started adopting. They wanted to be the Jesus. The king wanted to have all his power. And because Jesus had a human nature, meaning that he was subject to frailty, the human is a very weak thing. It's the most weakest thing in the universe in reference to the energy of man. That's why they had to put you in the category of human. The hue, people think, means pigment and color. No. When you check the word hue as it's applied to man, is not the hue from pigment and color. It's the hue from apparent 
and figment and figure. It's the hue. When you say figure, once you get to figure, you start getting back to the, the box of, of logic, which all the numbers come from as figures and variables in the arithmetic. Now, so the figure, the, the number, the idea of this weak, frail thing that they had to adopt Jesus as allowed you to have an identity as a self. Once they had a Jesus, the word I, once the story for the Jesus was completed, the word I entered the family of languages, almost on a thousand monkeys type syndrome. All languages switched in, in the way that they had to be, interpret reality to deal with the subject versus object posture now because the original sentence amongst God, why they created the Trinity, the sentence of I love you and love being the energy of the universe became trapped in Jesus Christ because the, the I and the you had to be of God. It couldn't be of the world because if it was of the world, it would be created and it wouldn't be part of the original statement. And the statement would be an imbalanced equation in mathematics. Now, people that know the bill know what I'm talking about. When, you, when this happened, this allowed you to say, I love you to something else, to someone else. Before that, you couldn't say that. You didn't have love. That's why you didn't have love as the basis for relationships. There were political alignment for the fascist um, empires that were governed by the mythos of whatever religious creed that was operating for the state at the time. Now, that's what was going on. When you could say, I love you, you had an identity. There was a new self, and it was based on the narrative of you, which became a new form of writing in linear script called the sentence, which, which manifests in fullness in what was called the novel, the new form, where there could be a character. And now the logic of characterization and narration and storytelling and self versus other came into existence. At that point, that's when these people created what you call racism and the white man. I can tell the people there's no such thing as the white man. There's a thing called the Eurasian. The white man is a fiction of language, and he recreated himself in a fictitious commercial world to, um, to, to preserve the eye because the eye was exclusive to the rights of property. Now, this eye emerges out of the third density part of the box. When you get in the box and you're at the positive-negative, the contrary, the eye is fighting against the subjective verb-object orientation and language. And the more sound your sentence is, the least friction occurs between your verb structure in terms of how you unify the relationship between the subject and the object. Now, because they knew the entire world that they had created to posit a self or an idea was a fiction, the entire world became a theory. So now every theory that they wanted to manifest using the box of logic, they would manifest. Once the narrative structure of Jesus Christ was placed into a book and squared, the box was completed and they created what is called contrapositive reasoning. And that's the essence of the to be 
and not to be statement or, or not to be statement that we're going to get into in a little bit. When they put this this, this box out, that box pre, pre, predated and, and precipitated and also antedated the television and the computer chip. The whole move, movement of the book and the magazine became encapsulated in what we call the computer. And the computer is a way of reasoning in every positive logic, meaning that it can reason the double negative and the double positive, the contrapositive. And what the contrapositive means is that the negation of the predicate proves the subject so that there's a union between subject and object in thinking. This is real talk. Now, because of the computer and its ability to have contrapositive logic, most of us are still arguing in a contrary form of reasoning, and we haven't taught the people what's actually happening to them. So the computer has created a new self for them called the Android me, and the new self is where they're placing their contrary form of logic to have a new form of Jesus Christ, which is their self, their own identity. This, this, this is what's happening. So when I get to the original man in tones, I'm going to break down how this form of reasoning came about actually being and not just um, alluding to it through the, narr the narratology. Notice I didn't say nothing about the history. I just gave you the narratology of Jesus Christ. Um, there's a whole story, especially if you understand the ethics that goes along with the Jesus Christ myth, which is paradise lost. And the paradise that was lost was the true sense of yourself and the acceptance of the fiction um, called Jesus Christ. They came to redeem this thing that they had created called the weak human. And it's out of that um, epic poem um, that the, the novel is formalized and actually completed by 1832, and then you have the birth of what is called romantic literature in America, and the romance, the fiction, the negative positive self takes on a whole new category in America because it's the land where the self, the new Jesus, could exist in the individual because there was no king to claim predestination and all of this. It was yourself. And it was here that that energy and concept bumped into the last remnant of the world's atonement. Now, if you got any questions or you want any clarification, um, I'll, build before I, I'll, I'll build on that before I get into explaining the world's tones and um, associating that and juxtaposing that to what I'm talking about with this box of logic that comes out of the truth table of true and false, which becomes the function table for your mathematics and arithmetic, your logarithms, your, your computer programs, basically. Um, um, I want you to, yeah, just continue to roll. Let you build up, brother. All right, well... When this new self, when this new self was formalized in 1832, and the reason it was formalized in 1832 because through the romantic literature, 
positive and the negative, this self began to criticize itself. Meaning that all the literature of the Romantic period was a was a critique of the different formulations of the self of Jesus Christ. This is what's going on in the starting letter. This is what's going on in all the literature of Edgar Allan Poe. This is what's going on in any literature you bring me of the American Romantic period. Now, what happened when this self came over here, it ran into us. It ran into what, you know, certain of my brethren are called the Moors, melanated people. Well, I'm just going to tell you, they were the people that remembered the world of tones. That's all I can say about it. And that's why they built mouths, and they lived in these circles. And um, they had these confederacies. And they had these lodges and these peace. And they had this, this way of being that had no self and no possessive nouns, no, no nouns. Their whole language was based on verb structure only because everything was in the immediacy presence of doing. And the concept of time was not to count the past. It was to situate you in the present so that the energy of the present can be focused in all your verbations, your action, your movement, your, your use of the verb as, as your physical being, not necessarily as a language uh, that was a conduit to your movement. Your movement itself was the language. Now, when they ran into these people and they got an eye that's separated from them moving in the sentence, to get to an object that that I, whatever noun that I wants to be, has to possess, and they want to go and possess it, that's some crazy shit going on. These people don't even know what you're talking about. They don't even know how to war. They don't even know how to fight. That don't make no sense. That's how they took over us. That's where the slavery shit came from and how these people was able to flip the game. So by the time they did this, they had established their linear perspective of the world. Now, the reason they were able to do this and why this is so powerful is I try and tell people, a lot of people don't explain this to the people right. They tell people that the map is upside down. The white people flip the map. And I say, no, the Eurasian can't flip the map, all right? The Eurasian can't flip the map. That's crazy. Are y'all crazy? No, the polarity itself, when the polarity is flipped, nigga, the whole... The whole shit flipped because the, the, they tell you the, the crust of the earth is a floating mass on a hollow interior that, that, that's like a, a shell of water on top of a hollow ball that can shift. When, when, when the polarities actually shift, the whole fucking thing flips upside down. Are you understanding me? And that's the science behind upside down because I can ask anybody out there, turn something upside down. The next thing they're going to tell me, is all right, we'll turn it right side up. And for them, that means turning it over. And I will tell them, yeah, that's what happened, but that's not the reverse of upside down. The reverse of upside down is downside up. I'm telling you language and logic. When they told you to flip the right side up, the world flips to the right degree. It flips to the gimel. It flips to third dimension. It flips to the letter G. It flips to the gamma and the gamma median and the swastika and the, the Hebrew-Greek cross, and the L's came in. The niggas had been at right-degree angles, and the language went on a linear perspective, perspective and 
in the 90 degree angle. And then Z-Tech locks us down to just the linear perspective because the lines, if you understand mathematics, you can't have a straight line in the physical universe. The friction of the line itself abated back towards pi. And it'll never fully circle in a spiral. It'll never fully circle. It'll, it'll move in a spiral elliptical. This is real talk. This is how these niggas be doing the prognostication on y'all when they be checking the planets and shit and focusing y'all on in one little eye, one little identity, and showing you how that self is being controlled by these elliptical orbits um, amongst the galaxies. This is real talk because you can't you can't stop melanin from moving back to pi and going back to the circular, trying to recast itself into tone, even though we in the world of linear thought, because as close as we can approximate the tone, we get back to true natural self, we get it close to the frequency of God, and they know this. So they try and stretch your ass out along that linear line and keep your ass in linear thinking, and how they do this is they put you in a position of logic, if they put you in a positive position, they know that's going to be false. So they can prop up anything that you say is positive when they're doing their plan. I don't give the, the, the people with money, with power, however you want to say it, the people that want to control you, they can put you in a positive position. And, and behind you, every, they know everything's false, but they'll give you a positive stance. They can put you in a negative position and allow you to speak what they call truth. And you can operate on a negative and get money. Then they can put you in the positive-negative position, and as long as you go on against something that they want to see in the negative, you can stay in that positive, and you will have success in a linear dimension, but you'll be locked down in that section of the logic. Then they can put you in the contra-positive position, meaning they can use the double negative. They can turn you out. They can flip the script on you in, in whatever you're doing. They can make you think, you know, I'm going to sell out. Then you go fag it up to get money. And move you to um, Paul Mooney. What's that nigga, Paul Mooney? The nigga that fagged up to talk about the white man and everybody giving him props. And then they talk about every other faggot, but nobody talks about him. I'm talking real talk. This is real talk. And that's contrapositive logic. That's living in the double negative. That's what everybody in Hollywood is doing. That's what everybody in the media is doing. You cannot. And not be part of contrapositive logic. Period. Now, my brothers in the community that's mass successful is that's functioning in this contrapositive logic. Most of these cats is still using third dimension lockdown, contrary reasoning to promote their arguments and through the Sarnetta debates and the manipulation in the community is who win who, who win who, which keeps you in third-dimension reality. And then you can't get into the contrapositive logic and understand how thinking actually operates and how these people really functioning on you. Now, I don't know how much more deep you really want me to get, God. I feel like, you know what I mean, I done ran past the people, you know what I'm saying? Um, I didn't, if I did, I didn't mean to. I'm, I'm really trying to. Nah, I don't. I don't. Like, I don't. For perspective. Yeah, I don't. So, when, all right, for instance, when I used to go and deal with people in the Rastafarian church, and I already know that they're dealing with fiction, and they want to make it real. They're some black Christians. And they, you know, when black people love any religion, they go the hardest for it. They go find everything to make that logic worthwhile and accurate. 
Right. What I would do is go in there and just tell them, all right, philosophy, Ethiopian king, Dr. Christianity, took on all these monikers. What monikers did he take on? How do you, how do you enunciate him? Right? They said, Ali Philosophy died. Now they tell you king to king. Right? Ali Philosophy died is the power of the Trinity. The power of the Trinity is the third dimension. That's contrary logic. That's positive negative. That's you. That's yourself. That's I. That's why it's I, the first, the only. The I is you. And it's the reposit of the same subject, verb, object, orientation for self in a black version of the same fiction that you could accept and become your new identity for self. And what the Rastafarian movement was merely a way of you establishing an I that was black in the third dimension lockdown, a new form of the Jesus Christ narrative. And it's very simple. And there's a lot of people whose whole way of thinking is so oriented in narration and storytelling that they can't understand how this world works. Like, I'll give you an example. When you get to the next positive literature, which is four spaces of literature in America, because this, this, this non-positive reasoning destroys all literature. There's no more literature. Everybody that's writing is not producing literature. And I can explain that on a whole other level that's going to serve in them, but I'll, I'll explain that. But anyway, there's four stages of literature that happen in the American conversation. The second stage is what they call realism. Third stage is modernism. The final stage is postmodernism. Now, the text that introduces realism is what they will tell you is um, uh, Uncle Tom's Cabin. That's not true. It's Huckleberry Finn. Now, how does this happen? Remember, I went to school. I studied literature. I had a, a, a proposition. I had a, a, a false positive to prove, and I had to go through these whole stages of logic also in myself to develop these points. When you get to Harry Beecher Stowe and that, that cat, Samuel Clemens, that took on this moniker called Mark Twain, which is a watermark, which has to do with more science. All right? Anyway. And, and Mark Twain is in between. It's the um, binary code that, this, that he's going to break through his satire, and satire being the highest form of destroying analogy, which is the highest form of reasoning. So it's the only way to get outside the box and get away with it. That's why the meanings that are real satirical and know how to really fit the language. And uh, people like my brethren, uh, <laughs> uh, King Noble, even though I don't know him personally, but I see what he's doing. That's my brethren. I like it. Do you think with what you're doing with his language? I like it. But anyway, they get away with a lot, and they can, and they can hide their wisdom and really serve it. Now, so with Mark Twain and, and Harry Beecher Stowe, what happened to them is they was listening to their slaves what they called their slaves, their servants, who spoke in dialect from the West Indies and would tell stories about Anansi and, and little stories and things that happened in the community and, and embellished the story about what happened down the block right. with Mrs. So-and-so, but it would become a whole narrative. And they bust out because everything that they were learning as, as, as purveyors of literature, this woman uttered in simple dialect. So then they went to write novels in the natural 
dialect of the American persona as they seen it stripped down away from any influence of literature because the people wasn't allowed to read. They were only to give pictures of Jesus Christ to learn the Jesus Christ narrative through which their natural ability to use tones created a different way of telling the story. So you get to Huckleberry Finn and realism, the black man is the hero of the book. The whole point of the whole major point of the book is the white boy goes to save the moor. The moor is tied up and painted blue and made to look sick and out of himself. In the Americas under the influence of British con artists who's taking them off the track to Cairo and reconverted them back into the world of slavery which is the Caribbean. And I'm going to tell all my Caribbean brethren that most of the people in the Caribbean that went into slavery came from America. They didn't come from Africa. The African blood that came to the Caribbean came in the 1800s in, in, in successions of waves by the British to um, compound their story of there was no black people in America before they arrived here. And most of the slaves they took from Africa went to South America. Very few of those slaves even seen any shores on America. The ones that came up here were high-class servants and um, defenders of their cause. And um, they had titles. They just happened to be in servitude because people don't realize in history you can be a slave under the empire and rise to a general but still be a slave and move around and have certain freedoms, but you would still be classed as a slave. So a lot of people don't understand what really occurred. And all this occurred through the language and how they were redefining the self and, and how the self would be projected through the novel and the idea of what the I would be for this generation of people to preserve the way that they finally found a way to identify themselves in the fiction. Because in true history, as the Eurasians, they have no presence amongst the true Asiatics. And that's why they're Eurasians, because there's nothing that God didn't create. And all Asiatics know that everybody's Asiatic, so it can't be no white man. There's just Eurasian that was um, bleached out and um, kicked out because of certain uh, energies, I suppose. I don't want to get into that history, but that's another deal. But um, as far as any further explanation, I, I, I would like to really set up a date where I can demonstrate how the, the function table works and how mathematics emerges and how algebra emerges and how, based on that true-false table, you get to the fundamental analogies of A, a is B as C is to D, which is the perfect equation when you balance that, which eliminates the friction between the posits, what are the numbers, which are the variables of language that have numerical categories for you to calculate on, which creates analogous reason. And in that structure, you, you're, you can compose every sentence, every form of syllogism, every structure of mathematics, everything you think can be reduced to that, and that is the positive, negative, contrary, and contrapositive 
placed in a sentence structure that equates itself. Now, when most people that are locked down in the box of logic, they see the sentence to be or not to be. Notice I said the sentence. When Shakespeare and the logic behind the thing they call Shakespeare that anybody that studies literature knows never existed. There's never nobody called Shakespeare. That didn't exist. Uh, no matter how much people want to go into it, there was a black man that did this and that, whatever. I don't want to have time for that. Have fun. Um, I read all 36 plays. I read all poems. I, I taught the stuff too much. Uh, I don't want to hear about it. Now, um, when he forms it into a question, it's actually a statement, and he forms it into a question. The question places it in the category of falsity, and it becomes um, a duality that places your objective self between a choice of two different posits of to being and not to be. But really, what that is, is the second dimension of the function table, where to be or not to be is or say the same thing. You see, if you're being, you're already not to be. If you're to not to be, you're already being. So when you make that a question, you create a duality, which creates a choice. Then you can run the function table along that choice. When you see it as a, a sentence and a simple statement of logic, it falls right into the second dimension logic on the, on the box, and it shows you how the truth of the positive is formulated in the negative, which becomes the primary objective of contrapositive logic. The only thing about the contrapositive logic is when you, when you operate in the double negative and you end up with a positive number, you're always facing back at the negative because the truth begins in the negative positive. And that's the science behind the Kabbalah, the worship of Baphomet, any secret society that you get into. They're just hiding that fact that the truth begins in the negative. And they use the negative metaphors. You associate with devilment and all type of things to just hide the simple fact of logic. And to scare you away from this, then you never know how to think. Now I can embed your idea itself that we created because you're going to operate in third dimension linear um, writing, no matter what you do, unless you become adept at what we call the android me and the destruction of language, and you only speak in emoticons and um, um, broken down as text messages that reconstruct syntax and lack any type of grammatic structure to them, and really force people to be intuitive and recreate the sentence in their mind in order to find the meaning. It doesn't exist in the physical world where they can read it anymore. The space has to go back into an intonation in the mind to actually get the hell what people are saying. But most people still write in the linear dimension, in the third dimension, in sentences, in the subjective verb, objective reality, in the third dimension lockdown code. So when they do that, they have to use metaphors. Because every word you ever utter is a duality of a metaphoric construction, meaning 
there is a picture for that word that has to go against another picture to give that word actually substance and distinguish it. This is when you get into semiotics and um, symbology and semantics and you get into things to sign and the signifier and signification of word meaning. Um, so because every word breaks down to a metaphor based on how you understand intuitively all those big, not big words, all those words of linguistics I just expressed, um, you, you are susceptible to metaphoric logic. So if they can give you some type of negative metaphor that you've already associated to establish your sense of self because you, you have to have a positive sense of self in terms of third dimension logic because you're going to operate in the positive. So your Jesus, your Muhammad, your Dr. York, your, your, your Tremetian science, your dynastic perspective, everything has to be positive that way in, in search of your I and reestablish your logo, your logic as you as, as God. And, and if you don't understand the, the logic of that, then your metaphoric reality that someone else gave you becomes the basis of how you express yourself in the android me. And you only use the android mean to have the sense of self because you lack the logic, the logo, the words, the tone, the tone of to actually get close to the original man, which is the expression of God without language, preliterate, no structure. Once you have language, you have squared structure, any type of language. You have structure. It does not represent. That's why the people we call the ancients, they, uh, they operated before the zero. They didn't have zero because they were the zero. The zero of their mathematics were the tonal frequencies they spoke in, and their world was round and centered round. And they existed when the polarities all circled round. There was no linear polarity. There was no linear movement to the wave. There was no wave. The wave moved in a circle, a record. And that's why you got to spin the tonal sounds in the black melanated record to actually get back to that quality of, 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 of experience in, in a linear language. And then what we're doing now is digital hey, sound. I want you, you, know, to, I want you to repeat that. They might have missed on. that. They might have missed that. I want you to say that again in terms of the wax, the vinyl, that black circle. Oh, yeah, well, when you spin the vinyl, yeah. you spin in the linear language and the tones based on the 33 and the third. That's breaking down the subjective verb object, right? So you take one, one, one category of that, that 33 and the third, and that third actually implies the other 33, other sets of 33, so that... It's actually a full circle moving in pi, and that's the only way you can take linear reasoning and place it back in the quality of the tone and get close to mastering the, 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 the circular nature of sound in its complete form, which would be perfection and destruction and being in the presence of God and Luciferian and uh, uh, <laughs> causing light 
an explosion. Because you yeah, just I'm, the pitch, I'm right? just, and it, and I'm so waiting we, on you to take it. Yeah. We Hello? did it at the 33 to keep it within the rounds of pie and in the spiral. But that's, that's the control and regulation of linear speech. And you, you speak in verse when you write a song. And the verse is one term. And the verse gets you back to the universe, which is one term, which is one song, which is the actual song of God um, played at a pitch to where it destroyed itself to allow cre- um, creation to manifest. Nah. I've been waiting for you to take a breath because it's more than the, I just can't do one. I got to I gotta follow up. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. I didn't want to interrupt you, Lord. I didn't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? You don't allow too many gaps. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of stuff. I really want to do a build up for the people on Huckleberry Finn also, and I want them. I want all the Moors to read Huckleberry Finn also. Because all the more should read that book and understand the science of that book. It's very important. Very important for everybody in America. And get past the nigga Jim shit. That's real talk. Just understand who built the wigwam, who, 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 who was controlling the boat, what happened when the fall came, who flipped on him, how did they hide him from the people, why did a young, ignorant, white, unbred American boy knew to hide him as a moor? to keep people from searching for him as a slave. Why did they wrap his head in a turban, set him on the water? Why was he on his way to Cairo? It's real deep. You know what I mean? And these type of things, I used to just bring out, I used to tell my students, like, look, I'm going to teach y'all more scientists with Huckleberry Finn. And this Finn. is, so this is quote, unquote. And bring in over to all the things. Just through literature. This is classic, because you don't this have is classic no American literature, literature, correct? What? I said, this is classic American literature, from what I understand. You have to read Huckleberry Finn. That's the most important novel in American literature. The other most important novel in American literature wasn't written by an American. It was written by Irishmen who were the original slaves of the Caribbean. I don't care anybody say. Go through the history. It's true. The original slaves of the Caribbean were white Irish people. And then when they started bringing us down there, we bred in with them to create mulattoes, and because we had science to government, they created schools that we call boarding schools that they still got. And they trained their mixed niggas like Madison and the rest of them to come back up here and um, use their congressional congresses to basically deprive us of what was going down. But anyway, this more, not, I don't know if it is more, this Irish man named James Joyce in Finnegan's Way who wrote in the contrapositive form of logic and kept time in the present and explained how the, the actual way time works and that time is always in the present. And if you exist in a third dimension state and a narration state of logic and you have a sense of I that is not compounded through the ages, you, you have to have a beginning. All these people are searching for the historical origins of Christianity, the historical origins of Islam. They have to have a point to begin their timeline, their linear focus of history, because they believe that something happened in the past and push you, pushes you forward through the present. But really, the present creates the past. 
The past comes out of the present, and it trails behind it, just like the wake of the ship. Just like my nigga Alan Watts tells you. Now, it trails behind you in the wake of the ship. You're always in the present. I want you to explain that, Lord. All right, when the past, you're always in the present. So what happens to you becomes the past. It's not what happens to you becomes the present. You're always in the present. That's why they use the logic of the vessel. And when they created the commercial fiction, they referred to you as the vessel on the water. The water you're on is not atmosphere water. No, the water is, is the sense of self you're writing to be in the present. And they gave you a fictitious sense of self to correspond with the fiction that gave you the sense of I, called Jesus Christ, or whatever religion you wanted. They just took that and commercialized it, and it was okay, because you already lived in the fiction to be in the present. So the present vessel, you as the vessel, the conveyor of the light energy, is always in the present. What happens to you then becomes the past. This is why the present can change the past. This is why your sentence moves along in the present, and what you finally say can switch up every word you posited in the beginning when you finally get to the object in the sentence because you're always in the present. The past comes out of the present. It doesn't come before, and that's contrapositive logic, and that's the logic of the world you're living in. This is how it works. But people think that, no, these things happened way back in the days, then we can count up to now. No, you count back from now back to then, and you try and connect shit to make your I, yourself, your version of Jesus Christ the superstar, the number one character, be that a people, a personal identity, an ideology, a commercial outlook. That's what you do to make yourself relevant in the present. And that's why I say if you don't know your past, you don't know where you are, you don't know where you're going. Of course, because you ain't went into the present and looked backwards in the past to find some bullshit to, to, to substantiate your positive as you move along linear um, reality in third dimension over the contrapositive grid, not understanding what you're doing. Now, I don't know if that was too big for the people, but it's the truth. If you get to the grid, when I told you about the, the, um, the Gamidion and the Tetragrammaton, and that condenses into the, the, the analogy of self, which is the, 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 the fundamental principle of logic that everybody operates in. You can't get outside of that. You can't posit anything that's outside of that. And so our people don't know how to think. Now, when you get into that and you understand um, that, that that same Gamidion is the, the same box you use for mathematics equations when you do multiplication. And the multiplication box expressed in that grid creates the quadrant that you use to express geometric, algebraic, um, calculus, every equation in the world that you could express. It all comes from that. And most people are operating, operating under a version of what is called logical positivism, which is a high formal version of Neoplatonic theory based on idealism and ideas as the energy mechanism that separated from God 
to create a self and an energy, and then that self fell to earth and had to play out in a duality, a, 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 a truth table, a duality expressed by the, the truth table in the form of what you call Jesus Christ or Iblis and Allah or whatever, whatever light and dark, positive, negative, whatever contrary form of reasoning you want to deal with. And then I want you, because you, you, you did this for me when you explained this to me, I want you to do it for the people as well. You may have touched on it, but I want you to make it a little bit more clearer. Explain to them, of course, you know, a lot of people that um, subscribe to this information, they like, yeah, you know, I know that the Jesus story came out of the Haru story or what have you, but explain to me what you was explaining in regards to the family dynamic, you know what I'm saying, of the Haru story and, um, you know, versus what was re-engineered with the Jesus story. Oh, Oh, well, the the Heru story is, is, is just emblematic of how the you actually create itself, all right? Because the Heru story is the story of astrotheology. It's the story of the projection of, of, of the, the first noun, the first thing that was separated from God, but was God, is projected, all right? And um, that's Heru. That's why there's incest amongst the stars, because the energy between Isis and Aset is the metaphor for there has to be complete unity in what happens amongst your God figure. It can't be anything outside of God that exists. And this is very important. Like, people don't understand that. When something outside of God actually manifests, it becomes the self of God. Now, this has to be amongst the union that's God. That's the Trinity. That's why they had to have Jesus in the presence of God before he came to earth. That's the statement, I love you. And the love of the, the father and the son and mother and the son has to be existing amongst them in complete union, in a complete circle, to create a complete tone and without any outside energetic influence. When that outside energetic influence comes, sets energy to destroy it, that's something outside of God. That causes a negative. That begins a story. That breaks up the unity of love and the tone. That shatters the verse that shatters the, the unity, then that allows for the action of the narrative to take place. Now, how you play the narrative out is the son, after whatever goes in the story, has to come and fight out because the duality between light and dark has to play itself out so that there is a posit, there is a, a, a self that emerges between the interplay of those opposites. And then that self stands back from the interplay of those opposites and reads himself into the, the, the language and the story. So 
the, the story of, uh, of, of the, the narratology, the actual narration, seeing the myth as a linear progression, as the condensation of, of, of the Heiru energy into Pharaonic energy becomes the idea of self. And it's not fully released until what we call the Eurasian allows each one of his people to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Meaning that they didn't have to use the sonic quality of the pictures in the church and the sonic qualities of the hymns and the Latin that they that the preachers used to mesmerize them with. They could go and read the Bible in linear in linear language as a story that told them that Jesus Christ cared about them as an individual. That's the rise of the individual. That's the rise of the I. That's the rise of subjective verb, objective orientation in the world. When he did that, he gave each of his people a new form of thinking, and they were able to maximize linear thought because of that. We've never done that. We don't even know how to do that. The closest we come to that is being an artist and embodying that. But in terms of having a language and using the linear mode of reasoning to, to actually establish that and write codes and create laws and black codes and and superficial structures to preserve this identity through this thing they call racism and this fiction they call the white man. Um, there's no way we could do that. We just know how to flip the language in the tones. Lil Booty know how to flip the language in the tones and start out and Jesus Christ up in the in the world of the contrapositive. Little Wayne, all of them know how to do this energy and manipulate it, but don't have the logic behind how to structure it. So they can bend and flip and spin around and create energy within the world of tone, but these people are still moving linear, and they have to move linear, and they have to posit an end. That's the major point of the Jesus Christ narrative is that there's an end. You see, that's what keeps the line straight. If you don't have an end, you don't have a line. Can't nobody tell you that. You have a race and a ray bend, and it's subject to universal forces. And you, you can't create a line if it doesn't have an end point. That's why you've got to have revelation to the Jesus narrative. And that's why the revelation has to end in the redemption of the self, the fiction of the Christ, which is you. And you realizing that it's a product of language. It's a thing, and a thing is a category of a noun. And a noun is a posit, and a posit is a fiction. It's a figure that comes out of the true-false logic that separated when God had a thought. I don't know what more to say. To you. I'm demonstrate all this though when, we, when I put up, you know, all little types of things, and we can go into history, and people don't believe what I'm saying about us populating the Caribbean from the Americas um, and, and things like that and what actually happened when people got here and how they, um, they learned the lodge structure and all type of things. 
I'm even tell people crazy stuff that um, Marcus Garvey was a Mason from the Black the Black Star Order that was created in 1888 and established churches <laughs> to, um, to to reconstruct our history and and, and, and and put us on an African uh, Africanism orientation to further hide and and deceive what was going on. And there's somebody that's been, you know, I know EWF, I know Nightingale, I know uh, 12 Tribes, Bobo Shanti, them all my brethren, but I'm telling you the truth about where Marcus Garvey was, where he came from, where he got his deal from. It was a whole different order, yeah. what was going down. And um, there's a whole lot of things that happen to, to, to keep the identity of the Negro, which is a whole different self. Which is positive right. under Jesus Christ myth. But it's another story. And they had to create a narrative for the Negro that you had to believe in. That you cannot go tell grandma is not real. Right. You cannot, you cannot go tell people that their narrative for the black experience is not real. They will go make it real. I'm surprised Oprah Winfrey and, and, and certain niggas ain't went and dug up a slave ship from somewhere. And, and put a museum on it. Like, yes, we were enslaved, like, by the million. And um, this is what happened. And, and have a slave ship museum. And have niggas going there to further the fiction. I may have just gave them an idea for a million dollars. Um, excuse me, um, um, family of nations <laughs> out there. I, just, I didn't mean to do that if I did it. But, I mean, it's that serious that the narrative structure of how you see self um, condensed in the logo. See, everybody thinks, like I said, they think the logo was the word and this, 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 this historical figure called Jesus Christ. No. It was how they encapsulated the four parameters of logic into this thing, this story, this fiction that will become the book. If you're a Muslim and you're a Muslim out there and you tell me anything about the Quran or the Quran, I, don't, I know you don't know what you're talking about, straight up, because the Quran is a song that was sung and was never supposed to be written down. Some Jewish people came and wrote that book down mm. in the 1800s after they had established and formalized what the Jesus Christ would be, the, the book of Christianity. And then they gave everybody the book and called them the people of the book. And they went back and took their tones their stories, and encoded them in the book. Then they went and gave them people back their book. And then that allowed them to create all different types of cells within the faction. So you got mad different Muslim cells, mad different Muslim factions running around destroying the tones that was the original song. And the reason the Muslim doctrine was so effective because it never acknowledged Christ as a god. It always treated Christ as a fiction. That's why they said he just wanted the prophet. Now, that song, and it was sung to the people, all the ignorant people that they called pagans, and pagan meant the people that lived in the fucking country, not the people that lived in the urban, under the cross, under the tetragrammaton and the law. These are people that lived in the country that had to be sung into the law because they only could respond to tone. And that's why the Muslim shit spread so well around the world, because they kept the song real. And then once that shit got deep and they brought all them people into commerce and they brought them 
into, because once you learn the song, you can go to the mosque. Once you go to the mosque, now we can teach you logic. We can teach you structure and language. We can teach you all type of shit. Once that happened, they dropped the book on them niggas in 1800 and broke their ass up with the new self that came out the book. And they created all these people of the book. None of these people had no books before then. I don't care what anybody tells you. A few people had scrolls, and scrolls ain't books. They're rolled up, and they read right to left. They don't read left to right. They're the old form. They're, they're approximating the tone. They're, they're, they're taking this world in reverse to create reality. But when we flip the map and move into linear perspective and um, the, compass, the compass square logic where, the, where we try to square the circle and um, the bottom world, this, the world of the square, um, will become the dominant way of thinking, the linear sentence overpowered what we call the world of tones, just by being the concept of the book and the book being the concept of narration. And everybody's telling a story about what this is, what that was, but they don't tell you how it works, really, and, and how the logic behind its creation and how it manifested. And I don't care what they say. Anybody want to debate me, we can go pull out all their little historical um, dates and all their little areas of people, and we can talk about how this doctrine moved through the Tartars and to this generation of people into the Saloops, the Malmoops, the this, that. We can have fun. But I'm just going to sit here and explain the logic to you, and you're going to look stupid because what I'm saying is real. This is real fact, factual shit. This is what happened, and this is how they flip the script on us. And I don't like that a lot of people are not teaching my people just how to think. That was my main thing when I was, was teaching in the classroom. Like, yo, I'm just going to teach you how, how to actually think critically, not how to argue with somebody, all right, and not how to um, persuade somebody. Because I know all the levels of rhetoric. We're just going to do with what's the metaphor that they're operating in and the four parameters that you can posit the statement. How is that relevant to the sense of self that they're projecting through their use of linear language? And I don't care what anybody said. I don't care how many languages you go learn to speak. You've got to turn that shit into linear thought, a subjective verb orientation for it to make sense in your mind in your mind, you have to recreate it in the English syntax and the subjective verb orientation, period. Otherwise, you can't make sense of how it's oriented because you came out of the book. You're one of the new consciousness on earth that was subject to the book. But because your melanin, this is where we get into some deeper shit about the world of tones. When I explain to people that the world was um, one tone, you can envision it as one carbon atom, or no, one hydrogen atom spinning so rapidly in this scientific theory now, which is the monad. This is the destruction of the monad. If you know the monad, that's the unity of one, which is the tetragrammaton, which is the four. So you get the hydrogen atom spinning so fast that it blows up completely, Hello. and it's already, Lord, it's already done. Hello? That becomes the yeah, carbon speak of the universe. Speak on that tone, because your, your voice was breaking up a second ago. Oh, okay. When you yeah, you're good right there. Uh-huh. When you get a, a, a metaphor for the 
for the, the primary tone of God, you can ex- express it as the hydrogen atom spinning, just one element, spinning so fast that it blows itself up. This is just a scientific metaphor now where you blow itself up. When it blows itself, it blows itself up completely to where all that's left is carbon. That's all that exists in the universe is burnt carbon. Now, people are like, what the hell is he talking about? How you slow the carbon down, and that's the mathematics supply. That's slowing the point down in the line to where it can find the frequency to move in an elliptical orbit because it can't move in a perfect circle. And it, it, it can condense itself into matter. It's real talk. It can condense itself into matter. That, that matter becomes a reflection of light because you have melanin, and what melanin is is the ability to filter carbon out of the light that's coming from the condensed carbon of the universe and other stars and other things that have condensed themselves on a different um, frequency and a different elliptical orbit. Um, and, and they give off a light and a frequency that affects you as a melanated being, and then your melanin allows you to attune more of the carbon energy coming from the light, which is the universe slowing down because it's already blew up. That's what the Christian science behind the doctrine of predestination and everything's already written, all that science is about is the fact that it's already blew up and there's nothing there. And it's the ash, the, re, the ribbon, the carbon-14 that is condensing down in different forms of radiated light that we have the most power on Earth to actually refract and descend and, and work back into the actual tone that spun the carbon atom in the first place to make it blow up. And that's why we have so much talent in whatever medium of tone we choose to go into, whatever art is based on a manipulation of frequency, which is a construction of tone. Even if it's painting, you're, you're re- manipulating the four fundamental colors, which is, once again, the tetragrammaton, the gamma median, the, the logo, the logic box, the duality of you expressed in the four fundamental colors of light. We've got to remember black and white ain't colors. They're um, polarity um, to express duality. And um, that's the science behind what's actually going on between what they want to refer to as the white man, which is a concept, an idea that doesn't exist fiction, coming out the narrative of Jesus Christ to give Eurasians a self in the um, linear dimension against the tonal quality of darkness, which is the universe condensing in upon what they consider real, which is linear. And they're forced a straight line out of a line that's bending. So they have to project the end. They're searching for the end of the universe, the limit, and the universe keeps running away from them. They keep condensing further, and they keep going into nano, contrapositive logic. Um, they're way down on the negative scale to where, you know, they got numbers with a trillion zeros behind them and doing equations with them. 
to <laughs> to create to to multiply um, quarks and all other type of shit they discovering um, when they do their particle accelerating and all these other crazy things because they looking they don't know what they're gonna find they keep searching and the line keeps getting bigger because they're looking for the end and there must be an end that's why they keep looking and as they keep looking yeah. she keeps looking back upon itself right. in contrapositive logic. But now I'm getting a little on that deep. right there. <clears throat> on that right there, you're not getting too deep. You're going exactly where we need you to go. I want you to but pause anybody, it right you there. You want to open it up for questions? You want people to call in? Hold on, hold on. The the the, the top is spiraling. It's like inception. We're gonna do this 11:11 meditation. You know, we gotta integrate this information. Let it filter. You know what I'm saying? You know, like how snow falls and shit like that. We gotta let this information filter and fall through our system a little bit, you know, and, and the necessary questions are going to fall where they need to be, and we'll get to them right after our 11-11 meditation because the hands are definitely up, all right? So we will, we will be back very shortly after this meditation, and we'll get into question and answer. All right, my Lord? Yo, peace to the family of nations out there. All right, hold on tight. We'll be right back. Family, you know the drill, 11-11 meditation. Find yourself somewhere pitch black, feet flat to the floor, back straight, pulling that air from the abdominals, exhaling out of the mouth, closed eyes, tip of the tongue to the roof of the mouth, omni padmiome, the perfect balance of the jewel and the lotus, okay? So right now, the brother's talking is about balancing the hemisphere, the right and the left of the brain, all right? So we can take it there. We will, we will be back shortly. See you on the other side. Oh, 
Now, they lock you down in the third one, the SVO, because those four conversations can correspond to the positive, negative, contrary, contrapositive domains of logic expressed in a um, tetra, in a tetra linear expression of a cross inside the box, which is the gametion, which is the swastika, once again, which is the gimel, which is the light bending at 90 degrees to break your ass down in that section of the box. Now, the six phrases is the seed of life that gives birth to the, 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 the fundamental flower of life of which those ten categories of reasoning they limit your logic to. And that's why when you go to English class, I'm telling you now, real talk, my niggas out there, when you go to English class and you're trying to learn your, your adverb phrase, your adjective phrase, your apositive phrase, your verbals, your gerund, your infinitive, your what's, we're going to get to the infinitive, and your participle, you don't know what the fuck going on. And you can't, you, 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 you just have, you struggle. You get mad. You don't understand the grammar. That's the, 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 the tetragrammedion at work in your face and how you're taught in a regular English class in fifth grade, in seventh grade, eighth grade, but because it ain't oriented to the science of who you are and how you establish yourself, somebody else is projecting a logic into you to make you hate a language that is the only language that you can use to operate in the linear perspective. And can't nobody tell you. This is why everybody that speaks tones in the world where communicates in tones, and the last remnant of that is over there in the Asian languages, they all have to adopt the linear phonetics of sound and tone and express a linear perspective. They send their students over here to learn this. You go to the high-powered English classes I went to, you see more Asians in there than anybody. I was the only brother. Everybody else was in business and social sciences getting programmed to be revolutionary, to make one revolution, one revolt, one, one vote, one energy of charge, and you end up in the same point and do nothing but claim they were revolutionary. And all that is is one term, one cycle. And to, to actually spin your record, my nigga, you got to spin around more than one time. As far as revolutionary talk, I don't know what they be talking about in the language itself and what the word means and how it's applied and where it, where it emerged and where it was positive. And I'm explaining all this to show y'all. I, I, I used to tell my students, the white man don't hide, what y'all call the white man don't hide, nothing from you. You just ain't been taught how to learn it. They show everything. They show their hands. They just put a distraction off to the side. Everyone that knows magic does what magic is. Magic is illusion. They go distract your eye. But the truth will be right in your face. That's how this shit works. That's the science behind it. The basic language that you're speaking, because you don't know how it's structured, has locked your ass down. It's that simple. In itself, it doesn't exist. Now you prefer to recreate that self through selfies and the android me rather than understand where it came from, how it was a new idea in the world that was rejected by people. 
rejected to the point to where they had to trick them into getting the book. Now you got mad niggas going around with books, telling new narratives, locking your ass down in a new noun, a new subject, trying to get to you a new object called revolution, called freedom, called off with the white man's head, called whatever. But they're still placing your ass in third dimension logic, and you're not going to come out of it unless you understand how they're doing this. And that's what I came to explain to the people. That's what the rise of the Logo Sapien is. The Logo Sapien is you. You're nothing but a media projection of the logic associated with the creation of a fiction called Jesus Christ living in a commercial fiction as a person, a personage, a persona, a thought, a dynamic of characterization in the narrative of white supremacy, as some niggas would say. But that's what's going on, B. That's what most people so that's, are. That's, that's, in, that's, that's inclusive of the entire, inclusive of the entire, um, you know, the structure that, that people find themselves in in terms of, you know, the calendar. But this is linear time, and it's all, you know, um, composed well, around I used to tell my students, like, I used to start my class with the circle and the line. I would draw a circle and a line. And I would explain, from that I could explain linear time. And then I would have to flip the line and show them and flip the line into a one to make the one. This is important, very important. The one has to exist for this world to work, the neo, all that bullshit, the self, the I, the possessive noun, the noun case. Because any noun is a possessive noun. I don't care what they tell you without the fucking head. The noun is possessing its space. It's been isolated from every other reality into a thing constructed in a sentence relationship. So the noun is occupying a space of language, and it's possessing that space. And it comes out of the concept of I. This is why my students used to go into linguistics and rhetoric and fuck them up. Like, How did they know this? Because I'm teaching them master degree shit in elementary school. Because this is elementary to the black man if he really get down with it and he understand what these people actually did to you. So when you um, posit the noun, right, and you put it in language and yourself becomes emblematic and reflective of that totality of being, you don't exist outside of that. You just don't. That's the whole structure of your mind. That's the structure of how your metaphoric reality, and when you get to your metaphoric, that's how you carry beyond the physical into the metaphysical. It's through the metaphoric. That's the forest to carry you beyond the, into the metaphysical. And when you get carried beyond that, into that, by somebody else's understanding of the logic, you get twisted and you don't understand what's popping off. You just don't. And I just, you know, teach people how to write, how to understand how this linear code of language actually functions and works and is um, created as the primary mode of thinking in a world based on linear concepts 
of the circle and the line. So when I put the circle up, I explained to them that any time you've seen time, you've seen it pictured in a circle. The clock will move in a circle. If you get a digital watch, it's going to rotate from 1 to 24, well, from 0 to 24. Take that back. From 0 to 24 to 12 to 12, it's going to rotate. Every time you see it moves in a circle. But they give you a timeline. Why do they give you a timeline? Because Jesus has to be real. There has to be a point in the beginning that myself, that my I, that Jesus, the concept of me, the idea of me in this story had to have a beginning. You see, original man don't have no beginning. Original man is found everywhere on earth. They don't find no original man. They, everywhere they go, they, they find original man. Original man ain't from Africa. Original man from earth. All over at one time. Original man. Anybody that knows the true science of Africa know most of the people that look like us are immigrants into sub, sub-Saharan Africa and went in there and abused the pygmies and raped them up and created Hittites and Bushmen with some uh, Mongolian, Mongolian blood. But we immigrants to Africa. That's why niggas is crazy over there. It's real talk, and people know that. So I don't want to get into original man talk and Africa being the birth of the original man. Original man is all over earth because original man is, is the emblematic of the sonic quality of God and the first original burst of sound, which was everywhere at once and condensed into self everywhere at once when they wanted to manifest in third dimension. This is what happened. And I don't want to talk to and argue to people about it because it's the truth. This is why you go dig anywhere on earth, you go find original man. And you're not going to be able to name it anything. You can't put a noun on it. You can't posit it in your story unless you go and say, well, those original men over there, they were Druid, and they came out of this degree, and they met with these niggas that came over this mountain because you're telling the story, nigga. You're calling the narrative. You're trying to give a long-ass sentence to justify your I, your you, because this is how you were taught to think without you knowing it, because this is how they forced you in the box through contrapositive reasoning. They're doing contrapositive reasoning on your ass. They don't give a fuck if you make the fiction real, Hebrew Israelites, and you go into the Bible, a fictitious book, and pull out every fucking verse and create a perfect balance in your sentences within the book. That's a story for you to add to the substance and reality of the story. Come on, bring that tonal quality of energy into our fiction. We pocket everything in the SF anyway. We don't give a fuck if you're lying or telling the truth. But bring that shit over here, and we'll put you in Israel. We'll give you money. We'll put you on the street corners. We'll let you do everything. You can influence your people. You can have fun because we want that tone and that story. We want that narration. As long as you don't teach the people that that's what's going on and this is how thought and this is what was hidden in the negative positive when you go into the negative and what was, what was going on with the creation of the devil positive against the Jesus Christ, the new sense of self, and the contrary form of reasoning, which would become the projection of the linear dynamic along this box that they would lock your ass down in. Um, 
you know what I'm saying? Um, that's you know that's the essence of, of of what I mean by the logo sapiens. Is that the logo sapiens yeah. is the product of the logic inherent to the word, which is the metaphor, which is the fundamental analogy. A is B as C is to D, which is the essence of metaphor, which is the tetragrammaton, which is the positive, negative, contrary, contrapositive form of reasoning. I'll even tell people this. Check this out. Go look up the proposition for I in an equation, and they're going to tell you that it's A is B. That I is A is B. To be or not to be is A or B. It's I. They both say the same thing. The union of is the union of the subject, verb, object in that statement. When you pose it as a question, you create confusion and now contrary reasoning based on someone else's logical manipulation of the dichotomy locks your ass down in a linear form of reasoning through other people's metaphoric applications of the creation of yourself, what it is. And that's not no funny circular reasoning I'm saying. They use metaphoric applications of sound and tone and word to create yourself and narrative identity based on understanding the logic of what I just told y'all. Okay, let me give you your... You want to open up, see if anybody want to get on the line? Yeah, I'm going to give you a obligatory bomb. Now we're going to take it to the phone. You heard? What's up? Let's go to the Keystone State first. Let's take it to Philly. Call it from the 215-215-609. Call it from the 215. Peace. Two one five six zero nine. Peace. Okay, I'll come back to the brother. Family, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, now is the time. Now is the time to press 1 on your phone, okay, and we will come to your line and open up. Go to the 202, 202 733, 202. Call it from 202. Peace. <clears throat> peace, peace. No question, peace, man. Peace. Hey, uh, yeah, no, no questions, just listening in. Okay. No questions? Listening? No, no, you, uh, it's, uh, it's good. Yeah, I'm, ju- I'm just listening, man. No questions at all. Do you, do you need him to reiterate on any points? You, you you following the bill? You got it? Yeah, yeah, right in, right in. Uh, it's better okay. you continue because it was the machine that, that I pressed it. Um, you good to, to keep on continuing, man. I think everyone is, you know, in the same in the same boat. Let me go to the 917734. 917-734. Hey. Hey family, uh, blue, red, brother Buddha, 
Let me tell you something. I'm going to keep it totally 100. What you laid down tonight was by far in my lifetime the best presentation I ever heard in my life. And I've heard I'm I'm almost 40 years on this planet. This is the best presentation I ever heard. I salute you with both arms right now. I, I, I I'm I'm gonna tell you. Yo, yo, peace, yo, peace to the family of nations, man. I have just been, yo, yo. I, I was supposed to get this. Who, I was supposed to get this deal to my youth, man. And with his passion, and he being in the ether, mm-hmm. I just decided to give it to the people. You know what I'm saying? And I don't have nothing to sell anybody. All right, I I, I hustle straight out. I I don't care if you don't like it. So what? B, that's what it is. Um, I ain't got nothing to sell you. I got, you know, I'm a roster, put it that way, on that level. Now, from my family. Now, on another thing, I ain't got nothing to sell nobody out there. Anybody you want knowledge, you want to build, it's free over here. It's for the mm-hmm. people. I ain't got nothing to sell you. I'm not in commercial fiction. I got money. I don't need that. I'm here to build with anybody you want to build now. That's real talk. That's real talk, my nigga. So I have nothing to tell anyone out there. I want all the people to know that anybody want to deal with me, you want me to show up, I'm there. You ain't got to have any money. You ain't got to care about money. I don't care if you get money off what I'm doing. Do your thing. I'm here to build and um, put this knowledge out to the Easter because I really want to teach our people how to think because I know what these white folks is doing when they – allow these people to go in with these concepts and just have one little idea to build on. And they'll create one little noun, one little fiction, and they'll create a whole theory behind that noun and fiction and manifest it. And then we'll go and we'll go and chase their story and try and put ourselves in the story that they created, which is crazy mm. to me because we don't understand the logic behind how to create and how to think because all creation happens in thought. And they never told us there was only four fundamental ways to think about something. That was the science of God and the science of the circle and the square and what the Masons is keeping from them and why they get knocked three times on their head and all this and why they got three degrees. And that's the SVO, the subjective verb orientation of reality. And after they get boosted out to three degrees, they get cast into the ten sentences, which works through the ten, 21 paths of language to formulate alphabet and rhythm and a 32 degrees of, of, of language, which is how they lock your ass down. Mm. Yeah. Man, what you so laid man, down. I appreciate the love, is what I'm saying. No, I'm man, no. I appreciate you. I appreciate you because um, what you, how you formulated your presentation, uh, I never looked at a lot of the things the, the way you formulated it that way, but I understood you wholeheartedly because I build and deal in the realm of geometry. So everything you're saying, the way you put it, was perfect. I understood clearly. It was real clear for me listening to you go through your progression. I understood. I was like everything you're saying was extremely lawful from my perspective. In particular, how, I, I love the way how you eloquently um, you transition from 
the whole into that linear space because a lot of people don't recognize you can see what what you're talking about. You can see in the geometric shapes on how the ancestors built. If you go back. Oh, yeah. That's the whole science of it. That's the whole science of it. Their homes were curvaceous. They weren't linear. Yeah, and see, what they don't understand is you, you, you structure through language now. That's the secret. That's right. That they, 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 they created your structure in language now. It's not That's physical. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not physical. And so based on how you lock yourself down and understand the code embedded in the science of the language is how you structure yourself. It's crazy how, what they did, and then you create a narrative in which you're the Jesus Christ. I don't care what anybody says. You can be a Muslim. I'm going to tell you, you're Jesus Christ. And, and, you, you, I, and what else I also appreciated in, in, in your presentation as well, in, in talking about language and how they also structured, they, and they were, very, um, they were very strategic in the characters they used because what most people don't know about at least the, um, the, uh, the English language that we use a, from A to Z, that it operates out of specific colors, yellow, oh, yes. Green, yes, yes, turquoise. I need to deal with you. I need to deal That's with right. you, my lad. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Um, amber, yellow, green, lime, lime green, aqua green. Those are all of the colors from A, B, and yeah. also that operates from zero. They use those same colors and or frequencies, however you want to uh, style it, from zero to nine as well. So as you was going through all of that, I understood it because... I play in that realm of geometry and, and, and creating from an artistic standpoint, and, and I totally agree with you. I, it, I find it hard for me to understand the way they, they teach it, so I have to learn it from the way I look at things. I can't learn it the way people in a, in a, in a square or linear structure teach it. it oh, I have yes. to look at it from my perspective in order to understand it, and then I'm able to understand what they're trying to do. But, yeah, like I, you said, I, you have to be an artist. The, I put this out there on the people. Anybody, student, son, got problems with anything in English class, any novel, any book, any assignment, any essay they writing, holler at your boy, you know what I'm saying? And I'll, I'll teach you what to do to make it very simple, where you can go into class and the next week your son will be a, a, a student in the English class and the teacher will start fighting him down. Because they'll think he's 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 you're someone else is doing his work. They won't believe <laughs> that they will they won't believe that he that he's comprehending this because it wasn't made for him to comprehend because he don't have a linear mind. But somebody with a non-linear mind came and broke this down for my people. Yes. Oh, no question, no question. And, and one last thing, and I'll let uh, the other family members chime in. Uh, um, I like how. You, Again, going back to the uh, the spherical into the linear, uh, one of the things I noticed when going in on geometry, and, and I find it sort of a riddle when you look at the circle and the square. And one of the things that people don't recognize or really understand about all shapes, all linear shapes want to become whole. Exactly. All, all holes, <laughs> right, right, and all holes want to become linear. So when you, look at right. the circle, when you look at the circle and the square, I tell people it doesn't make sense trying to square the circle because, in essence, it's a riddle. 
when you when the, that, when the circle when the circle contracts, it they put the square there to show you the endpoint. They're showing you, you two 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 endpoints, but there is a middle there is a middle shape, which is that hexagon shape. Now, when you take that hexagon shape, and if you just see it without the lines pointing into the middle of that hexagonal shape, what happens when you, you, you see it, it throws you off. But when you draw those lines and you turn your head to 22 and a half degrees, you see the cube. So as you was talking about the, the square being the cube, you're absolutely right. But what people don't recognize is that when you were talking about how they went from a, a, a curvaceous state into a linear state, that also follows the timeline in, in Earth's history. Because when you go exactly. back to, to, to oh. when the, the last axial, the, the last Earth's last, last axial tilt, which was about ten or 12,000 years ago, exactly. you start noticing the change in time. And so they had to do the contraction when they started making, us, making uh, 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 a more linear reality for folks moving back 12, uh, uh, you know, back 12,000 years. But here's what's interesting, if you follow the numbers. At that point in time, before the axial tilt, it was 24.5 degrees, right? Now we're at 23. Right, we're at 23 now. And then See, now we're talking about the sapiens. That's right. That's right. And then we're, when, when it gets to that next state, when it gets to, to the next axial tilt, we'll be at 22.5 degrees, and you'll be at, that, at the end point right now. We're in a transitionary period in the next few thousand years when that next axial tilt, they're preparing us to be the new whatever they're, those who understand the science, whatever they're trying to do, they're going to, do that with this axial tilt business. But, brother, I appreciate you. This is the best presentation, hands down, I've ever heard in my life. In my life. Oh. Well, you know, let me tell you something, brother. I'm going to can I explain something to you. This is not bragging, B. I got people in out of the gate. Um, this ain't my presentation, B. I've just been freestyling and explaining things straight out what I know from my mind to you. This is just me talking to people. This is a dialogue. This, this is a dialogue, and remember, a log is the positive of the logo so that we can enter into a non-dualistic mm -hmm. form of communication where the subject and object is, 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 is intertwined in a space called dialoguing. And even mm -hmm. though I was in a monotone um, yeah. or a monologue, it seemed like, I was really dialoguing to the consciousness of the logo sapiens out there. That's why you rose mm -hmm. up. And everything you're saying is what I mean by logo sapiens. Like yes. the whole logic you're breaking down in your artwork, how you see the universe, that's the logo sapiens. That's what's going to fight the android me. Now, what I've been explaining to people is when they release this powerful crystal that they're going to have in 2026, when the Moore's Law drops, which is, you know, do the pun on that, do the math on that, they got Moore's Law, which regulates the actual destruction of the computer, the collapse of the computer chip. Mm. That's what Moore's Law is. And it breaks down when the computer will reach a redundancy and they will start etching on life. And they will have infinite space in the two crystals that posit and decode this light beam. They're searching for this beam now. And they're searching for the crystal to focus this beam. And they're going to manifest it just by placing this in the narrative is what people mm. understand. Yes, now, when they, when they do this, there's going to be infinite 
faith in the computer chip, instant reality, that actual light code is either going to lock your ass down in your Android me, all you selfie-taking motherfuckers, or it's going to come with the logo sapiens. And the logic that I'm talking about is going to blow up something new because we're going to be, a, we're going to be outside that box of logic because uh, right now the computer chip can already run the contrapositive to its infinite equation. When mm. they hit the light beam, they're going to be beyond what the contrapositive can do. So that means a whole new form of logic will exist. Most people will be locked down in contrapositive or contrary forms of reasoning in their Android needs. They're self-encapsulated in the old paradigm of the computer chip. We, through the light, the new light that will come, will be the people that won't need a computer chip. We'll be telepathic. I'm not saying no mysterious alien shit. I'm telling you real talk. That when this life being hit, either you're going to be an android me or you're going to be part of the 100 months, the original man, the download that happens everywhere on earth at one time. And I feel you want to be brothers. I appreciate that, man. I definitely want to build with you behind the scenes because I'm, I'm listening to your mind. I want to, I, I, in, a, in a little while, I'm working on something that's extremely monumental. And I'm just waiting for a couple things to, um, to once it manifests itself. I definitely want to build with you because I think what I what I what I have to share, you will definitely appreciate it on a whole different other level. And I definitely need to build blue. I I, I don't blue red. I don't know what you even say. Well, I don't even know where you found this guy. No, no, there's people that know how to contact the guy. There's no problem, B. You know what I mean? Don't even worry yourself. We can will leave. That's no problem. I, I want to set up. Um, I'm trying to do a little conference. I got some a, a little college. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yes, man. Yeah. I, 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 I don't even know what oh. to say, man. You know, this, this kind of, his, kind of his intelligence. Line, yeah, his line. The brother's line just dropped. He'll be calling yeah, back in. yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, but yeah, man. I very seldom run into. I very seldom run into this kind of intelligence. It's, but it's, it's, it's like you. When you else. came on the program, when you came on the program with your bill, you had people scratching their head the same way. Like, yo, where did you find this dude? Like, what is he talking about? It all makes sense. Man. And, and, and I hold back a so lot of stuff, too. I know you did, brother. You were skimming the surface. You know what I'm saying? Just get the people indoctrinated into that that form of thought where they could process what's being said. Let me open up his line and they yeah, can use please, the geometry please. of thought, like you said, yes. the geometry of thought. You know what I'm saying? This brother, like they said in the, in the chat room, he's giving out free compass and squares tonight. True. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I feel him for like two or three years. A lot of the people in, in your audience, like when I call up and then, you know, sometimes I would, you know, give out my information in, in years past. I'll call my up here hours. I, I literally would, would I, I feel where you're coming from. I would just talk to people, just give them dialogue, three, four, five, sometimes six hours on the phone, many of the, the members in, in your audience and other, you know, um, because I don't care about I tell them I don't care about information, you know what I'm saying? I don't charge them. I don't, I don't do none of that. I just give it out. I don't, you know what I mean? Some people are like, oh, you should be charging. I'm like, God, 
just give out a lot of information. You know what I'm saying? I don't care about the information. Just build just as long as you go ahead and give it to somebody else so they can learn too and build. Yeah. Right. You know how much I get chastised from people like, man, you need to take these people to the cleaners. You need to charge this. You need to charge. I'm like, huh? For real? Yeah. That's not how it was taught to me. You know, the elders took time out. If yeah. anything, they was losing money because if time is yeah. money, right, if something's so goddamn capitalistic, and I don't remember it being like that when I was growing up. Everybody was straight. Like, niggas yeah. wasn't really complaining about bread too much. So, you know, the elders, they, they, it was more about the process of them looking to see who they wanted to spend their time on. And yes. when they found yes. somebody that was qualified, then they, they started pouring that information, that, 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 that wisdom into you, you know, with the hopes that you was going to grow up to be, you know, a strong oak as well. And, yeah. and you would turn around and do the same. So in, 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 in that tradition, that's why we do what we do. Yeah. Sure, there might be, you know, some financial um, imperatives attached to it if if you're producing materials, books and DVDs, and you're going on lectures and you got to travel and everything. But I, I seriously doubt that people are in this, to, you know, to strike the rich. Right. You're in the right. wrong profession, homie. Yeah. You yo, know, yo, 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 yo. Come on, Yes, 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 sir. Yes, yes sir. You hear what I'm saying, though? Uh, you know, he punched me. Yo, B, I wasn't talking about that on the economic team, B. I'm with, on a, like I said, no, I don't know care that. if somebody makes money on me. Go ahead. The information, I'm like, yo, what I'm talking about is so natural. It's a natural yeah. resource, B. You're supposed to get yeah. money off of B. This is a natural resource if you're talking about economy. They call it intellectual property. No, this is a natural resource coming from the source of the tones to my people. So all right, my people right. can make money off this. And if my people love me, I ain't got to worry about money. I know that from hustling. Period. Right. That's, that's the law. Make people love you and you're good. Make people hate you, you go in prison. Do your thing. Now, um, <laughs> this is basic principles of life. It's real talk. You want to deal with economics, you got to provide you. You're already a natural resource for what you call a white man. Everything you do is a natural resource for its fucking fiction, even if you bang against it. I already told you that in the logic box. Mm. Yeah. Right? Right. Everything you do. So you might as well be a natural resource for your fucking people, you stupid ass. And let your people get money off that resource. Yeah. They'll create order right. behind you and, and a whole liberty. They'll, 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 they'll treat you as a natural resource. You'll become part of the narrative. Right, right. You'll create a new narrative. This is what I'm talking about. This knowledge is a natural resource, my you. This is energy. This is like electricity. The black man is everywhere at the same time. It's electromagnetism. This shit that you discovered that was already there. And that shit you create. So what I'm talking about was already there. It was already present in the logic. My black people just didn't know about it. We too busy caught up in the story of being Jesus Christ. I I love the fact that you reiterated, not not even reiterated, but for a person like me, it was, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm aware of this, but a lot of people that I run across don't understand that black and white are not colors. So I'm, I'm oh, yeah. happy that I you said that. 
Yo, B, I'd be happy. Boy. I'm glad you understand the logic of science itself, B, and how they're breaking us down with positing these, these falsities of logic and letting people run with them. And they creating all type of narratives that's confusing yes. the people, which is cool if you want to do that. But I'm coming right. here to break all that shit down, straight up. Without Anybody question. want to build, let's build. I want to build with you. I don't want to debate you, let's right. build. It's very simple. Right. Yeah. Well, look, let me go to the, we have more callers in the queue, Garth. I'm definitely going to yeah. plug you in, all right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Man. I appreciate the time. Absolutely, brother. For sure, peace. Family, um, I do see the hands up in the call queue. If you're listening on the computer and you want to continue with us on the phone after the cutoff point, which is in six minutes, 347-637-2135 is the number that you want to call so we can continue to build. I've got a lot of hands up in the queue. I'm going to attempt to get to everyone while we're here. 917-403-403-917-403. Peace. Hey, you guys. This is Susan. I'm calling from Leku's phone. How are you? Hey, greetings. Peace, Susan. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm freaking out right now. I love, 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 love this show. This is amazing to me. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Thank you all. Um, hail to the sacred geometry, man. Um, I wanted to know um, if he could repeat um, what he was speaking about as far as time is concerned, because that means, like, a great deal to me. Please. Time is an act of the present. Time is an act of the present where the president actually has space and movement. Mm-hmm. Without the present, you wouldn't have time, and without the present, you couldn't create a past. Mm-hmm. It's not the past creates the present. The reason you study the past is to find out that people had a present and what they did in their present to communicate the tone yeah. that got you back to the essence of God. And then you try and reduplicate or assimilate yourself to that in the figures of language, speech, and mathematics that you were given in the grid to place your weight behind your vessel, which would create your narrative, because your narrative comes after the story is completed, not before. And so you would have to always be in the present, and time is a function of creating the reality of the present without mm-hmm. A concept of the present, there's just one complete tone. There's no undulation in space between past and future. The tone is complete, and it blows up. The record's over. You shattered the glass, and um, God destroys himself. And now yes. you, have to, you have to rebuild. I've... Thank you for putting this into words because people don't understand when I try to explain it to them. I beg your pardon? Time is very simple to explain when you understand mm-hmm. not to be. And you don't look at it as a question, but a statement that's in the contrapositive perspective that equals zero. Yes. Which is the essence of the present in mathematics. And uh, that's time, basically. Nothing. Thank you very much. 
You're welcome. Indeed, indeed. Hail to the sacred geometry. Right. Good night, you guys. Thank you. Yes, you are the greatest. Thank you. Oh, y'all want to beat up my role scholars, too, yo. Peace to all the role scholars out out there. They going hard, though. Yes. Yeah, shout out to the role scholars. You don't know. (laughs) Let's go to caller. Oh, hello? I muted the wrong phone. I'm sorry. I'm going to mute your phone, Susan, okay? Okay. Peace to Lake Peace. All right, let's go to to Cali. Let's go to the 310. 
knows this, but the holographic me that's walking is trying to understand it. But the that brother is he's on it, and I need to contact this brother. And I knew that uh, I shake to the Kabbalah guy because this this brother here, whoo, good grief. I just want to. I'm, I'm trying to understand because this. I love this. This is this is mind boggling. When you speak about uh, when you speak about to the guest, uh, the, uh, the I forget his name. I'm so I'm so gone. I can't even remember your name. I'm just trying to Buddha. remember. Buddha. Oh, my name is, God, is, yeah. is straight up Clint. Clint is um, all continents, no sound. You know, K L Y N X. All right. Sound knowledge. So, but all that Buddha and every other title, niggas added to that. Just okay, based on well, what they thought I was about. So if you really want to just holler at me, I'm just clean. Everybody that really know me know that's clean. You get please. me? But, yeah, I say, I'm Darius Mrs. L. I'm Caravaggio. I'm a Lestar. I'm the Bodhisattva. I'm Buddha. I'm <laughs> the Sukumandani of the Anunnaki. All type of titles niggas done gave me. But clean, a sound mind, just the sound, that's, that's me, nigga, clean. All right. Now, when you speak of tone, I was told before from our brother uh, Polite that I have a gift of uh, opening people's chakra tones by the way I speak and the way I say things. Now, I'm trying to understand, and if I'm wrong, I'm happy to be wrong so I can understand more to know what's, what's coming. When you speak of tone, are you saying the way that the quote-unquote European is ruling this dimension is through the way he thinks and logic in his mind and then transmutes it into proper speech and then puts it on a piece of paper to be binded as a square, as what you say is a lockdown code? Exactly, because when the world flipped, when, when the original man was on the world and we was what people wanted, you know, reference in their metaphors as telepathic and able to build pyramids and they can't understand the logic of how you could move stones and, you move this around, and they want to give you the narratives of Lumeria and Atlantis. And no, man, it's very simple. When the world was right, was not right side up, I always made mistakes. When the world was um, downside up, what you consider upside down now. When the downside, what is down now, was up. That was the world of tones, where you actually live in the last resonant energy of the sound that was the name of God. And you didn't have to do anything but resonate with that energy to manifest whatever the fuck you wanted because the tone of God was still resonating. Now, when you deal with the frequencies and how shit has to flip and because of the elliptical orbits and what you call gravitation, grace, which is the limit of friction, which is the squaring of pi and the line stopping as much as you can from bending against friction to create some type of circular orbit or spin so that you can manifest from the remnants of the hydrogen atom into some thing that manipulates light becomes. <laughs> so, so in, in turn... Hold which on, is, listen to me real quick. I, ain't gonna, I hear you. I, hear you. I don't want to take up time. Space when the world turns right side up, this is why the European uses that logic. This is why I'm trying to explain to you that the opposite of the world being upside down is not right side up. When you say right side up, you were flipped into a linear right angle dimension of reality. But you, in your chakra auras, in your melanated ability to diffuse 
the last remnants of the carbon and resonating in the atmosphere creates a tone in you, maybe in the way you speak, that affects the chakras, which reveals the spectrum of color within the being of life, which is us. So, yeah, that nigga's right. But the white man locks you down because you are still trying to think and move and operate as a tone mechanism. You're still, you're still pieing. You're, and, and he's resisting pie. You see, in contrapositive logic, he's resisting pie. And so how he's resisting pie now is he can't resist pie going forward. You see, pie's going to keep spinning going forward. He's going <laughs> negative into nano, <laughs> double positive into his logic to, to extend his story. And now you're following it. You're creating a, a false historicity going as far back as you can to say that your narrative created here. That's what's actually business. I understand that. So, so, then, so then in turn, basically his logic is the same way Bizarro is in Superman. He's in trying to impose a backward logic on the people that's but, a forward oh, it's circle. not backward. You see, you're saying it's backward. It's not the world flipped for him. Flip, yeah, 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 yeah. So you're so, imposing the so, backwards logic. Is what's logic. going on. So, so but, basically, but you see, when the they, whole thing is you're yeah. not taking your quality of tones. This is what 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 a brother like Polite is doing. Okay, he's taking okay. his quality of tones and operating it in the box, and he's adding resonance, a whole new type of resonance to the box. And he's in the contrapositive part of the box, confusing people because they don't understand the logic that he's moving in and what he's resonating with. He's one of the examples of the young brothers that's coming up with this resonant energy that's understanding that what we call the android mean that other people are being taken over by, I can project the tonal quality into that perspective of logic, of true false. And then this tonal quality is going to resonate amongst the young people that understand contrapositive logic that came out of gangbanging, that won't take being broke, that understand the philosophy of the box a different way because they hustled the box when they was on the streets and they didn't know that that's what they was doing. But because of the tonal resonance in them was so extreme, the niggas that survived that, when they get knowledge itself, it's the rap. You're going to have master life. That ain't the only one to come. Guarantee you, because the way he's using the logic, yo, it's crazy. Even the way he knows he's using the logic. And I'm a big him up. A lot of people don't understand what he's doing. What he's doing is he's slapping you out the center, straight up. He's like the Zen. He's giving you the one-handed clap upside your face and not giving you another way to process <laughs> anything to go against you so that you can't use anything. You can't phrase anything. He won't even define black supremacy. He's making you experience it so that the tonal resonance of your energy diluting that carbon that's filtered and left in this explosion is resonating and taking over this concept of the box. And he's operating in the contrapositive logic also. Now, so I can tell you the brothers just really know what they're doing, and they're all young, and they're coming out of nowhere. 
because they resonate in the tones in the world of sentences. And they know what and they're let me doing. Tell you something. And without let me y'all understanding, I don't even think they understand it. But I know, and I know for a fact. I know for a fact, in 2007, when I first met Polite at that little bookstore on Utica Avenue on Saturdays, okay, on Saturdays, on Saturdays, he would have tone and meditation classes in his in his bookstore. They used to vibrate during. They used to vibrate in their meditations and hit tones that, at, at my audible senses, I've never heard those tones. And I speak about this on the show, and I've spoken it. During times where we interview polite, you know what I'm saying? He I laughs never and met. Chills and he's like, "Remember that?" He's like, "Remember that?" I, I'm telling you, I never met was polite. Hitting tones and, and bringing in, he was bringing in fucking entities on those tones. I never experienced <laughs> something like that. I heard about it. I've heard Crystal oh, Bowl, shout out to California, but he did it with his with his, and I've done it myself. Like when I own, own, like I, I could I could hold my own for a minute and create different tonal frequencies based on the fact. Red line dropped, and he'll tell you there was once in KT and Phil calling. I owned, I held, I, I held my own, and I recycled it. It went for like five minutes, and there was a brother at the meditation with us, brother Ann. He got hit with a, a, a light, uh, a streak of red lightning. Lightning hit him, boom, knocked him down. You understand? I was going in with that tone, that own meditation. Polite be hitting them tones, B. You hit it on the head. <laughs> yeah, I ain't never met Polite. Hitting them tones, man. Doing, like, I'm, I'm real talk. Anybody man, out there I... building, you ain't got to tell me nothing they're doing because I'm going to put their ass in the box of logic and reference them based on the two fundamental principles, what I tried to explain to the people and what dualistic thinking was about and how we are the resonant energy that collapses dualistic thinking. So once I see what you're doing, I can explain it and know what you're doing. It's simple. Can, can, can I, I just Everybody want to ask in this box, my, my brethren, and when you understand the degrees and the frequencies to which they operate within this, this, these paradigms of logic, it's a wrap. Not not to interrupt, but I, I just want to be quick. I just got one last quick thing. I'm I'm getting a quick synopsis of what you're saying of what what I'm taking it in as. So this is what where I'm perceiving it real quick. So basically, the mind is basically out of space, encapsulated inside of the flesh. So basically, when people say, "Be careful of the words you speak, how you put energy behind it." So basically, while the thought is processed in the brain. Basically, the thought is faster than the speed of light. So with the amount of energy processed in the brain, concentrate on that one thought before it reaches the sentence can have so much power that one sentence can control a massive. The, the masses, depending on how the, how the thought is presented from the brain, from the, from the subconscious into the brain, to the mouth, and out through the vocals with the proper tone can control thousands. Through the box. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then, basically, he, I, 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 I've, I've, I've received the gift then because I work at a concert hall, and when I speak, I, okay, I had one time where I had to clean the lobby out real quick, and they say, hey, can you clean, clear the lobby out and tell people to leave? I said, okay, you want me to do it? All right, I'll do it. So I put my, I put, I formed my hands into a circle and I spoke 
but the way I spoke, I changed the tone of my voice, and everybody left in 15 minutes flat. So now when they when there's too many people in the lobby, they say, hey, guy, come here, clear this out for us real quick. And when I do it, they when I and when I speak in that tone, they don't even know it's me. They can't even. I could be next to them and they don't realize it's me doing that. Yeah, because you so, have the frequency that their linear mind can't even tune into. So yeah, okay, I, I, I brother, I hope I hope you get uh, put together a website because uh, you just unlocked oh, the secret no to the mystery. I want to do seminars. I want to do seminars for the people. I don't want to be locked to the Android. Please do something. Put yourself to every comedic person's I, phone line. I try to write a lesson plan and all of that and do a real seminar for yeah. y'all. I, you know, we can build simple. I can teach you basic English lessons first and get everybody's writing level up where people can just communicate in the so, fundamental way in the um, third dimension before so we begin to build. So then so they can you, follow the logic. So I teach them how to write. We can just do that first. Now, quick, another quick question. When you say the carbon was the leftover remnants of of the original state of what we're living in now, this is just me being weird. So by actually eating carbon, just say basically food that you cook to a carbon state because when you start to burn food, it turns into carbon. So if you ingest that carbon food, would that do anything on that level? I don't know. I'm just alchemist to the whole thing. Um, um. If you eat the burnt up carbon, it's gonna just they, that's for the white people that's eating barbecue. Mm. Black people burn their food to death. They burnt it to death and that's what kept them That's what kept them out to death. Once in a while, right? That's real talk. Barbecue. They mm. even barbecue in us. <laughs> and check this out, I'm isolated. But I'm telling you the science behind barbecue. That's why they burnt that shit to death. And then mm. they put the salt on it to give it moisture. They burnt all the blood and everything they could out of it and just turned it into broad, burnt carbon flesh. So it would mm. come right out of them. It wasn't until they started eating rare and all these other shit that you get infested and, and preservative type food that so they started backing up in their system. But the, the raw carbon is all that there is that condenses into any form of life. If anybody tells you anything different, they're lying to you. This is why <laughs> This is why when um the 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 the, the, the first complete sound is uttered, it, it it's a complete explosion. You see, and what you call time is the slowing down. It's the reversal. That's why the past goes back into the goes backwards because time is actually the slowing down of the fucking explosion into some resonant frequency, some form of off and on that can be distinguished from the totality of the explosion. Because what the science of real God is is either God, you can't say anything about it. Or if you utter the word of God, you'll blow up at the time you blow. You say it. You'll blow up. You'll supernova. You'll create an actual explosion because you reach a resonant frequency that was so harmonic, it was perfect. And perfection is death. And it will cause pure destruction. And it will blow shit up. 
That's why when you reach your goal, you you, you start dying as an artist, and you got to go create some negative shit and something else to motivate your ass. You, you know, you know, stupid concepts of the Illuminati and whatever, act the fool like Kanye. <laughs>
So all these people are different nations that are operating on different frequencies of the tone and a different perspective of this box of logic, but because they're melanated within that, they have a frequency of some truth and some purpose that places them in what I call the family of nations. We're already nations. We're just not nation states in terms of nationalizing and turning our people into fiction. And um, our people ain't going to go for that, all you nationalists. Just, you might as well quit that out. Just, um, I'm going to just um, tell y'all that straight out. They too much got to sell it. And they got their own narrative and story. And if you don't sell them something that's going to allow that to exist, and the contrapositive and, and the, 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 the science of the original man, you ain't bringing them over to our former reason. They ain't going to operate on this frequency. That's just real talk. I don't know anybody else on the line, but I appreciate all the love. I'm yeah, out yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's definitely more hands up. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, I'm trying to process. I'm like, I, I had a question three minutes ago when he was into the bill. I'm trying to remember it, but at the same time, appreciate what you just said because that shit is, is, is setting off lights in my mind where it's like I'm standing on 42nd Square Street, you know what I'm saying? Like, All know, right, I'm going to get y'all to be on this. Times Square Squared is, 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 is an estimation of the lights that are going off in my mind, the pictures that I'm seeing that you're painting. But I'm sure that, uh, you know, we could continue right. and, and carry on our bill at some other time. Let me make sure that I get the callers in, though. So I'm going to go to another caller, Okay. Uh, well, I'll explain something to you real quick about the science of this. The further you go in a linear progression of school, this is real talk. This is how these motherfuckers do, y'all. And if you understand what a school is and what scholastics is about, why the scholars teaching with Frederick, um, Rose scholars teach to y'all. Um, and that's R-O-A-D-S-E-H-I-L-A, for those who don't know. That's how we spell Rose scholars. That means studying... Um, the Logo Sapien, that's man is God in the word, science. That's what I taught my students um, as being people of the road, the street. And we flip the road scholars back on them um, into a tonal quality and resonance in the name. Anyway, um, when um, we build in language, if you start in their educational system, and this is the point they do this to you, the, the further you go along in their linear progression, the less your ass is going to read, and the more lectures and You said the less you're going to read, and what? Hello? Ah, damn. Line got clipped. Yo, yo. Yeah, yeah, his line got clipped. Okay, that's a powerful brother right there, man. He, he. Let me, let me, yeah, let me, hold on, man, because, you know, I got to do this for him. Necessary. (laughs) But he also gets the obligatory...
that was that was forty four and it might have felt short in your mind, but you know, use your own logic, you know what I'm saying? It was forty four shots, man. Salute to that brother. Salute to that brother, because he definitely came through the night and he opened up the chamber and let you eat for free at the table. Yeah, right, you there? Yeah, yeah. I got I got That's a quick right. thing. I got a quick thing to ask you real quick. Uh, do you speaking of forty four shots? Uh, you yeah. see this new movie? It's called Twenty Two Jump Street. Uh, I forget. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's coming, it's coming out on four four. It's coming out on yeah. June thirteenth. You yeah, told, I told I people plenty times. You know, you got to live in, in, you know, in, in this whole binary aspect of reality. So, you know, April might be the fourth month, but June is as well. Every counting, you know what I'm saying, from, from March to from March. You know, the, the, the count where Sept is seven and Ox is eight and Nove is nine and Death is ten, you know what I'm saying, and June is the fourth month. So on 4-4, they're coming out with a movie called 22. The dudes is on the poster. One got on red glasses, the other got on blue, and they're both holding gold pistols. Wow. Okay? You know, and, and Hello. you know, I, I got that goal. Yeah. Can you call him on the three way? Because I think the brother deserves to get brought in. Because there's so many people still yeah. with their hands up. <laughs> yeah, let me hop off the line, man. Let 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 the brothers and sisters share their line. Play a song or something, and then call him on the three. Bring him in if you can. Yeah, I actually can. Um, There's anybody in the uh, call queue? Because we got a whole lot of hands up. Uh, I just want to give everyone a chance to ask questions or make their uh, comments or concerns. You know what I mean? Just feel free to press 1. We'll get to you when we finish everybody else. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. She'll be down any minute. He just tried to call me. When I was dialing him. Okay. Hello? Yeah, we here. Hello? Yeah. I don't hear it ringing yet. Sometimes you gotta click, you gotta merge the lines. I had, I had, I had hit merge line and it went and it said conference call. So technically, we okay. the phone ring. Okay. That was him on the other line, you know, and the thing is, once you call somebody on this galaxy I got, it still holds, you know, like you're still on that call with the person. It doesn't hang up while you in the convo. You feel what I'm saying? Well, then do this. Inbox me his number through the uh, through the um, chat, and I'll call okay. him up. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I could do that. I want I wanted him to give you that that Charles Hamilton build, man. That's I'm like, what is that? I know, that? and I I wanted to talk to him about this uh, tech, this computer stuff too. So let's do it. Yeah, I'm trying to open up the window. Send me a what you call it. Send me a message. Inbox me.
chat in on now. Please, family, get a brother a second while he makes his three-way conference call. Brings a good brother back in. Okay? Any minute now. Yeah, Buddha, it's Repel. We we locked in. I brought you into the show. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. Okay. All right. Well, all right. Finish up what I was saying because I don't lose my point in the positive. Just to let people know I know language. Here we go. When you, when you go further in their school, the more you deal with seminars, the more you deal with dialogue and lecture and monologue, the more you deal with language unfolding in the present, the less you read, the higher astute you are at mm. receiving that without notation. And, 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 and the real students out there that went to college know what I'm talking about. The better you are at receiving that and digesting that and placing that in the tonal quality for your memory, how you deal with uh, memory, I'm getting, uh, if you want to build on memory of tones and, 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 and how that affects memory, we can do that. But anyway, how you build on that determines your genius. And that sonic quality of you learning to affect language as it is spoken to you in the present time without having to write a note and follow the positive as it moves amongst the ten different categories of sentencing in the various four phrases around the central narrative of the noun, the theory, as an equation in of itself is your success. What that does is approximate tone because your learning becomes based on sound and how adept you are at using sound and converting it into memory to create equations for self in the logic spectrum that you've been exposed to by whoever used the mathematics of tones to incarnate yourself in this linear dimension. So that's why when you lose people, when you, when you can just talk and you understand this. Now, I'm going to do, you know, whatever y'all want me to do on YouTube, have some little things that y'all can film. I don't care about that. And I'll show you this and give you the diagrams and the PowerPoint thing but I'm not going to write anything in the sentence. I will show you, and I will write sentences for you and demonstrate language and show you my progress at, at sentence structure and writing. But when we actually deal, I'm only going to use images, juxtaposes, metaphors, and explain the science of um, the sentence and teach you how to take that tonal quality of looking and experiencing and in the omnipresent into the linear dimension. That's how you actually learn to read when you know how to read in tones. You can just look at the entire page the same way you look at a sigil, and you don't have to read the page linearly. The entire page is a thing in and of itself that your mind has already read. 
as the page. Mm-hmm. And it has seen every subject, it has seen every form of the Zephyroth and the Texas that was expressed in that page. And it already has read the page. And it, the page is in a tonal frequency based on who wrote it and how they were taught based on their ability to deal with this verbation of the um, linear perspective. This is real talk, my. This is real talk. That's why people get lost. So that's what I was going to say and build on before you brought somebody else on and, like, and why you might have an idea and then that idea disappears. When you hear me deal with people, you may think I went off on a tangent. You may think I was not talking about what I posited in the truth table, but what I did was bring you all the way down back to the contrapositive because I started with knowing that you would know that what I was, had to build on was false. And what you thought was a tangent was really me bouncing between the true false table and then me doing algebraic equations based on metaphors with that bouncing in the form of linear language. And that's how I'm speaking, but it's actually the resonance of tone is what, is what I'm explaining to y'all. And I know that sounds paradoxical, but if you understand um, the contrapositive reasoning, it's the essence is paradox, and it's um, paradox that controls the movement of the contrapositive logic. That's why I tell you that the highest form of it is you being able to use satire within the the, the the form of analogy to um, project how you go flip the fucking the line, what it is. I don't know if you understand that. You still there? Yeah, we still here. We still here. Indeed. Just taking that in. Uh, yeah, so the satirist, man, I, I, you know, I was just speaking to Mooney Twins the other day, and I was explaining to them that the satirist is the one that can point at the devil, make fun of him in his face, and he'll laugh, you know. It, it's a very key position in regards to being able to get close enough yeah. to, uh, you know, to, to, to shoot your, your missile, I shoot your arrow. Here. Say that again. Well, Gregory Paul, mastered it. No, I said that was, it's vital in terms of his, his station being one of the places where you can get closest to the devil, you know, and, and, and put the sword in them, come off with his head. You know, the king of the family oh, yeah. where anyone yeah, can deal with political satire. That's the, yeah. that's the turn. That's the vert. That's the flip of the language. That's the verse. That's the, the, the reminiscence of the flip of the tone. That's the completion of a rotation in the, um, in, in the sonic quality, not in the, uh, the revolting quality. Well, but it still is a vote, another charge of energy that flips everything around and exposes. But it's a contrapositive right. form of reason. And that's what my people really got to understand what I'm saying. How but they got to apply it right. to the deeper metaphysics that they're dealing with. How would you they define... 
how would you define the station of hip hop? You know what I'm saying? What is that in regards to you know the way that oh. we play with tones, the way that okay. we play with metaphors? You know what I'm okay. saying? The way when that you we create down. new sentence structure by bars. You know where does that come from, and 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 where does that rank in your scale? All right, when you break when you break down like some like the origins of hip hop, you gotta go way back into the um the Sousa March, <laughs> which is an organized march for war in a linear in a linear perspective, and the Sousa March um became the 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 the, the, the um the two four pattern of the beat which became the basis that the niggas that could um, play that 2-4 that, that pattern, the best created syncopation. And within syncopation was what they called the signification of language, meaning that they created a space and a platform where there was supposed to be no space. <laughs> this is what they did. And because they had infinite ability to access tone. So they created a space within a space where there could be no space. Well, the industry of music saw this and labeled this jazz and um, Calypso and um, Ska and that ability to take the, um, the oral tradition and the frequency of of tones and find space within their linear rhythm fucked them up. So they came out with the rock and roll, which was their negative aversion, their contrapositive reaction to that form of the oral tradition. And they had to use them white boys in the South. They grew up around the niggas that had the tonal quality to um, resonate with our energy from growing up in our sound and language and adopting that as their pattern of speech and how they use what is called the I am and the inflection of um, their dialect. Why um, Huckleberry Finn, the little white boy, spoke in dialect as well as the, um, the black man. And that was the first time they put white people speaking in dialect that had significant characterization of the soul of America as a little innocent white boy that needed to be taught knowledge itself on the river towards the journey of himself down home by the father, who was a black man that had forgot who he was, and he was a sick more. Um, but, yo, for a different talk. That's, that, that's the basis of what you was talking about. All right, let's do this. Let's um, go to a caller. Okay, we got the hands up. Caller from the 860 860-680-860. Caller, peace. Peace, listen to the pills and the guests tonight. My question to the brother, because you said highly, a little bit on Vernon King Nobles. But my question is, uh, what is defined in regards to the word and the sound of rape? Because I sometimes... What did you say now? The word... Yes, what's up? You want to repeat the Okay. I was saying you did... Said briefly about the bird named King Nobles and the way how he expressed himself to some people who want to understand the brother and not. But my question is that words, and particularly rape, because a lot of people were very attracted 
when he expressed that word, and everybody was, um, I guess, were not liking the way how he defined it to other people who they think they understand the word rape. So I'm not sure if you could clarify the understanding. Yo, to, yo, Bretchen, um, yeah. what you're dealing with is you're positing a noun right now, okay? okay. Explain to you. You're positioning a noun, and you wanted me to define it. You wanted to find the space for it to occupy. Yeah. And now you're going to create some rhetorical argument. Where I, I'm not getting into a rhetorical argument. If you want to sit down and define and debate a concept called rape and go through it and the logic and the linear reality for whatever narrative you're defending, we can do that. But see, what we're building on is when you actually posit the word rape, you've isolated a noun. You've created a Jesus Christ. This is what you've done right now, whether you know about Jesus Christ or not, whether you think Jesus Christ is the idea of white supremacy. No, you posited a Jesus Christ, and now you're going to take me through the logic box in a linear form of reasoning to express this narrative that you just created in the noun you're positing. You see, I'm not here to defend or discredit the noun you're positing. I really don't care about it. I can tell you what's going on now and how you got to now and what noun's about and the logic behind the noun that you're experiencing, and then we can sit down and build, if you understand that. Then we can sit down and go into the, def- the definition and posit and define something and put it in a finite point that is not finite because it is defined. You see, the D is negative, and then you're putting it in a fine, which is having truth in the negative, my nigga. You understand? You want to define. That's to be or not to be. You can put it in contrapositive logic now where your finite proposition is being denoted by the fact that you're defining it. You're putting it in a limited definition. You're limited the infinity of it. You're not even going into the infinity of it. You're denying the infinity of it. You see what I'm saying? But in doing that, you're creating a positive term and going to give me a narrative in contrapositive logic based on how you want to define in your finite non-existing fiction. That's what I'm going to tell you. And then we can build on rape. And I'll talk about the rape of your logic for the <laughs> goddamn story you defended. Actually, I'm not defending nothing. I'm just going to question because... No! Anytime you put a fucking positive, anytime you make a noun, you see, you said you want to formulate a question. I told you, if you formulate a question, if you turn to be or not to be in the question, right, you miss the statement. If you make the statement, you understand you're in contrapositive reality. If you form the question, because they're teaching your ass um, the logic of inquiry. And um, remember, when you go to learn, you don't have a fucking question. You have an idea, something you want to prove. Then you formulate theories based on ideas. There are shit you want to prove. Within, under those theories, you formulate questions to promote inquiry. You see what I'm saying? 
You understand what I'm getting at? So if you start taking me out of the contrapositive form of you um, creating your sentences and taking me back into um, asking the question without having an idea that you're here to show and prove, that it's understanding the statement. You see what I'm saying? Me and you are going to build different. I'm going to respect your questions, though, but this is after we understand that how we go practice logic code, because they did it. Like when I really get with y'all and I show you how you can put 2 frost 2F together and O1 and PQ and, and formulate everything in your life right now, from the Mars science to how they wrote the law, the logic behind their computer chips, everything is this code. That's what they talk about. They applied this to the genetic code. This is how they flip the double helix and try to understand how these, these, these binary oppositions were spinning in the wavelength approximating pi at a frequency to allow our life forms to manifest light according to the interplay of certain letters that were certain light codes for being. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm on right now. Like, fuck all that other shit. If you ain't trying to really break this code they're dealing with, then you just stuck down in that box of logic, and we can go into there and argue from whatever perspective in that box you want to argue from and just have fun. And hopefully in that dialogue and that intonation of, of sound exchange between us, that resonant energy brings us up out of that box into the science of original man. So, I, so if I throw, like, any word to anybody, it's that same sound, like, and frequency, that's I'd be mindful what I'm throwing out there. Is that what I'm trying to get at? Yeah. Now we're building, God. But that word is compounded by the metaphors that were given to you for how you posited the noun of Jesus Christ, how you saw the image of light and darkness, opposite and opposite picture to that word. So if you say rape, right, somebody that has a physical experience of rape, a molestation, might think of physical, actual abuse. Somebody might extrapolate upon what they vicariously think to be that experience and consider that and appropriate it to the mind and talk about a rape of the mind and a rape of this and a rape of that. And that all depends on when you go into the etymology of the word, there was a picture. That's what they called the root. There was a picture that was modified by what we call case ending to give it a possessive quality, which is what we call distinguishing itself. That's Luciferian. That's having the face in the presence of God, the all-knowing. And that's using language to establish this in a contrapositive way through the fictitious creation itself. Because if you exist in a fiction, nothing real ever happens to you. You never experience reality. You only approximate the picture of the metaphors that you were given 
to intonate a tonal resonance to whatever word you're using in a linear fashion to express the subjective verbation of the object, the thing trying to get back and unify itself because it came out of nothing. And nothing is no thing, meaning no position in the, the noun sequence of a sentence. That's why they say God is nothingness. They think the nothingness means like an empty, you no, know, it means you can't thank God because the ultimate tone can't be thanked. So it has to be representative by the, the four qualities of logic that the, the only manner in which the thought could exist in God's mind. Man, Quinn, we had to drop the bomb, cost the bomb on this one, Quinn. <laughs> yes. Um, Let's get to another caller, though, before it gets too late, all right? Thank you, caller. That was going to say, if you know, whenever y'all want to end it, we can quit building, you know what I'm saying? B, I know my phone is no, no, going. I don't, I don't want to quit building, no. There's hands up. I want to get to the callers. That are in the queue because there's more people okay. that, you know. I'm sorry, y'all. I got this old Blackberry phone, you know. I understand okay. the Blackberry. I'm yeah. a favorite phone. The more song they did. Because there are my yardies out there. I'm a bridging. But yeah, that's why my phone keeps going know. out, man. I, I, don't, I don't have one of the slide slip things in ILM. I don't really, I don't have too much for the Android meanism. I'm on original man tonal frequencies. I just tune in to my bridging. So. I'm sorry, y'all, if the quality ain't as good as y'all like, but that's what's step so up good. on the next uh, so demonstration. Thank you, yeah, um, right. I, don't, I don't believe in Jesus Christ. Just let you know. But move on. Next call. <laughs> All right, brother. All right. All right. Peace. Hold on. Anybody keep talking about to believe? To believe? That's, that's what I'm let, me, let me explain that to y'all. B is I. All right? If you know language. Because it's B. All right, leave. The leave y'all using in old English, if you read the script and you go into the narratives, means to wish, okay? So when you believe in something, you say, I wish. Um, every time you enact yourself as a sovereign, brethren, you make a wish under the auspices of the image of Jesus Christ. This is why... The sovereigns don't make no judgment. They make wishes. All right? Now, you being sovereign of the tones, you always in a state of wishing. I don't care what you say. Every, every noun you prep, preface your reality in is Jesus Christ because it's the fiction, and he's the fiction. See, that's why you don't have to believe in Jesus Christ or wish upon him. B. It's the structure of the language based on the creation of a fictitious image, a theme, the first positive, something called a noun. It ain't the image of the white man. That's how they trick y'all. It's you writing a sentence. It's the presentation of I, the creation of the narrative psychology actually reduced to its final state of third-dimension reality because the logic of the contrapositive soul had a rose because they had experienced what is the essence of the android me, the commercial fiction. 
So I ain't saying like nigga, you love Jesus, like Jesus Christ, or I tell you, Jesus Christ don't exist. It's a fiction. It's a noun. It's I. It's you. Itself. It's possessive case. It's the right to ownership. It's more science. Right. <laughs> they ain't gonna like that. Right. But they know what I'm talking about when you understand this logic and how I'm presenting it. Jesus don't exist. That's why you, you got to have a fictitious self to interface with this fictitious right. commercial reality, B. That's what's going on. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. Look, y'all, we got five minutes left. I want Red to ask the questions that because he has some questions that he definitely wanted to ask you. And I wanted you to get into the Charles Hamilton bill real quick with him. We got five minutes. Let's make this, you know, a very compactful call for five. Yeah, let's let's build on the uh, Charles Hamilton interview. Oh, that's one of the youth that has to find the science of God in the contrapositive reality of the android me. So he's finding the presence of God in media because the new self is media, the actual distribution of your image as media, filtering money through just the presence of your identity existing in cyberspace and getting enough attention to where it has a sonic resonance to create media and the distribution of media, which is data, which is logic, reduced to the Android meaning and the system itself is the actual new exchange for money. That's why they say the content is king. Yeah. Okay. What's going on? That's why that youth has the sonic hedgehog and has the around a metaphor associated with the android meme and a contrapositive form of reasoning. That's why he's in the Don't the, Don't the hedgehog come negative. from under the ground and hedge the, the hole? is positive as the first truth, and he's using that in the contrapositive form of logic that's expressed through the android meme which is the extension of the self as media, period. You are media. Like, the media don't exist. You are the media. That's why you are the media, story right? It's what happens you to came you over in there. the hood. There's no reporting on you the real You came over there, and you, you engaged in that story with him, and you pulled out a conversation that became, quote, unquote, Media worthy and a sonic, a hedgehog comes from under the ground, burrows a hole for the light to be seen. So, with the sonic, with what he has to say, he. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.